it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Music, please. It is uh, Tata, Tequila, and uh, what else? Uh, Tuesday, Robin. Tushy? Tushy. Not anymore. The Tush Push is officially done, as are the Philadelphia Eagles, and we would like to thank them. Well, I can't thank them for participating because they really didn't <laughs> for the last, like, seven weeks. Yeah. And for people who think I'm going to come in here and be outraged and upset, you saw it last night, Robin. We went home in a pouring rainstorm, got home, turned the TV on, and I knew from Jump Street whether or not the Eagles were going to show up, and as expected, they didn't. Even though they made it close at halftime, this team officially checked out. Can I ask you something? Because I No, just... of course you can, Robin. I mean, why didn't you ask me at home? I mean, we live together. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to ask me on the air? Why can't you ask me How on the car ride over? team so drastically lose it from one game 
to the next. Like they one were one game. Good. They were ten and one. Robin, I know they were they were so good, and but then they, they were so see, bad. When they were good, they weren't good. People were saying back then. It's a mirage. Look at how they're winning these games. They had no business coming back. It's going to come back to bite them in the ass. That's what everybody was saying. Remember, they would find ways to win games. And then there were the normal naysayers and the skeptics. And let's be honest, all sports fans are skeptics. Cowboy fans are skeptics because every year when it looks like they're going to make that run and get back to a Super Bowl, something goes wrong and the fans are let down. And Obviously, the Cowboys lost the other day without any question was the biggest shocker of the postseason so far. I mean, young quarterbacks <clears throat> moving on in Houston and Green Bay, those are great stories. The Cowboys' loss <clears throat> was a total shocker because they, people were picking them after the Eagles started collapsing and lost the division and then lost in the first round of the playoffs. The Cowboys losing was an unbelievable, devastating loss for that franchise. And you could see it on Jerry Jones and all the Cowboys, Michael Irvin. The Eagles' loss was not unexpected. No. Because what they've been doing in the last seven weeks is just hard to fathom as a human being who's watched football for 50-plus years of my life. And I've seen some choke jobs in sports in my lifetime. But what the Eagles did this year is almost impossible to comprehend. Because this is a team that still had one of the best offensive lines in football, had talent everywhere. And then they made some really curious decisions this year you know, a signing guy. Oh, they wanted to go make sure they got Shaq Leonard from, oh, there's a big bat. Oh, we got to go get Shaq Leonard from the Colts. And Shaq Leonard, we knew, couldn't move laterally. He had back surgeries, and he really didn't help them at all. Not his fault. They went after him. They thought the Cowboys were going to get him, so they got him instead, and he pretty much contributed nothing because he's not physically the same player anymore. Same things with Kevin Byard, who they got. All these guys they kept getting, everybody was thinking it was a coup. Oh, wow, they got Kevin Byard from the Tennessee Titans. And so every single acquisition that they made this year, and a lot of times because their secondary was bad and their defense went from being really good to really, really, really sucking. And that's the thing. This was a complete collapse. It was a complete collapse of the offense and the defense. And it was every single week was the same thing. No answers, no adjustments, being out coached, losing to quarterbacks who basically shouldn't even be in the NFL for the most part. And so it's an embarrassment. And now the, the organization is going to have to make decisions. But the biggest take from that game for me is the sad ending of one of the great careers in Philadelphia sports history and maybe in NFL history. Jason Kelsey, after the game, uh, pretty much telling his teammates that that was it. Yeah. Six-time All-Pro. And, you know, when I think about great athletes growing up in Philly, and I've seen some of the greatest, Dr. J. I mean, you go down the list. Dr. J, uh, you know, even though he didn't win, Charles Barkley, Allen Iverson, Billy Cunningham. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And then you have, I would say, he might be the most revered football player or athlete in Philadelphia sports history. Now, the Phillies won that World Series with Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins and all those guys, and that team will always be remembered because you win a world championship, you know, you're always right. a part of that franchise and you're part of the lore. You know, your name's on the wall, yeah. all that stuff. But when you talk about a center, we're talking about one of the most nondescript positions, non-recognized positions in any sport. You know who the superstar players are in the NBA. You know who the big men are, the best big men. 
You know who the best shooting people, shooting players are, guards, big guys. But when your center, when your center is the face of the franchise now and will be the first part of the now rebuilding of that franchise, Jason Kelsey, if he's not number one, and I hate to do Mount Rushmore's, he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of most revered Philadelphia athletes in Philadelphia sports history. It is, it's, it's, there's not much debate on that one, Robin. Well, Jason Kelsey it, is revered yes. everywhere. Yeah, he's a he's, he's the every guy. He's everybody. Who, everybody knows a guy like him. Not great athletes, but guys who hang out with people, guys you can talk to, well, guys you can hang out in a bar with. He embraced the Philly spirit so much. I mean, when he during with a Super Bowl parade. Um, with the he, mummer's with con- the mu- yeah. mummer's costume on, I think that ensconced him in the in the hearts of Philadelphians forever. Yeah, and and that's what happens in a lot of cities when you see great athletes who represent, you know. And he's not from Philly; you know, he grew up in Cincinnati. You know, he's an Ohio kid, and his brother—they both went to the University of Cincinnati. And guys go to a franchise, you know, and some guys stay there forever, some guys move on. But Jason Kelsey will not play again for another franchise. He will always be, and he will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, first ballot, stone-cold, guaranteed lock. Not only he is the best center in the Philadelphia Eagles history, he could be one of the greatest centers in NFL history. And that's not me being a homer. That's looking at this guy and watching how every other broadcaster, every other player on every other team and every other organization realizing the amazing talent that Jason Kelsey, not just having to snap the ball every single time, which is one of the hardest jobs in sports because his hand is on the ball every single play, but doing it at the level that he did and being able to get out and block and being able to do the things he did for his career is just remarkable. And, and you know, I'm not going to say we'll never see another player like Jason Kelsey because there's a lot of great players, but Jason Kelsey was a special, special athlete. And I'm glad to have watched him play and watched him finish his career. It's a shame it ended that way in an absolutely disastrous finish in Tampa. But congratulations to the Buccaneers. I was just saying this to the guys on LFG earlier. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, in a state of Florida, where we live right now, when you look at the three teams in this, in this state, Robin, you got mm-hmm. the Miami Dolphins, right. had one of their legendary seasons in the franchise history. They're knocked out in the first round. You had the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just like the Eagles, pretty much had their division wrapped up in like week 11 of the season and then let that slip away at the very end. And not only that, didn't even make the playoffs. They should have won their division and they went home early. They didn't even make it. And then of all the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the one franchise in this state that nobody, and I mean nobody, thought we're going to be in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Nobody, nobody in Tampa, nobody in Miami, nobody in Jacksonville, nobody anywhere, not only here in the state of Florida, nobody in the NFL thought that when the, when the dust settled, that they would not only win, that they would advance after their first home game down there at Raymond James stadium. So I'm happy for, I'm happy for Baker Mayfield. I'm happy for the Buccaneers. They outplayed the Eagles, they embarrassed them, they spanked them, and the Eagles went down in an absolute mass. They basically self-combusted last night. They should not have been allowed back on a plane to Philly 
well, no, they should go back to Philly and be in the snow and have to go out and shovel snow instead of staying in Florida and enjoying, well, the weather's not great here. It's raining, and it's, but it's 70-something yeah. degrees. So it's still better than going back in the snow and cleaning out your locker and getting the hell out of Dodge. So I'm not, you know, listen, I root for the Philly teams because I grew up there. But I'm one of those guys who's a realist. When I see something that everybody can see, I'm not going to try to blue sky it or paint it as some anomaly. It was an embarrassment. It was a failure at one of the biggest levels ever. A team that was good and in the Super Bowl that all of a sudden crashes and burns yeah. every single week playing worse and worse and no modicum of improvement in any way, shape, or form. How is that possible? It's hard Little to League believe. coaches can figure out what's going on and get their teams ready for the next game. But they got all these coaches and nobody has an answer because nobody, they, they checked out. Jalen Hurts checked out. The wide receivers checked out. The offensive linemen tried, but they, they couldn't block. They couldn't do anything. And the worst tackling you will ever see, you will see better tackling at the Pro Bowl games where you're not allowed to tackle. Flag football will have more contact than the Philadelphia Eagles defense had against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last night. I know. There's a lot of times when you hear people going, I could have done a better job than that. You're I like, know yeah, I could have tackled better than some of those guys. I'm year, 71 years old. You know how I know? Because if a guy's coming right at me, I'm not going to whiff. <laughs> Even though I don't have a lot of mobility anymore, I wouldn't flat out miss a guy yeah. who's like right in front of me. That was that was the I mean, cowboy fans are laughing. And they should be because the Eagles now went from the the best team in the division to now a total shit show. Yeah. They really they have a lot of decisions to make. And it starts with the coach and I don't know whether they're going to fire the coach or any of that stuff. That's up to the owner. I would think so. I mean, I like if you have allowed that to happen, well, it starts with him. He's the head yeah, coach. Right. And he and he hired two guys as assistant coaches that with all due respect were DEI hires. These guys had no pedigree to become coordinators but you know hired a, a guy who knew the elon you know he knew jalen hurts from college and these guys got got verbal blowjobs from all the media oh look at that they got look at these two coordinators they bought in and then they had to get rid they had to sit one down and then bring in matt patricia and his amazing electric pencil in his ear who didn't do squat either they got to gut that whole thing and i said it earlier there's only one man who should remain other than the owner because he can't fire himself, and that's Big Dom. Big Dom was the only guy in Philadelphia to stand up and be, and be heard from. He was the guy. He's the only guy who should stay. Everybody should get fired. I want everybody fired from the cheerleaders to the equipment people to the athletic training staff, except the people who uh, you know sell beers and shit in the stadium. I don't want those people fired. No, no. Those people are working hard for their They're money. They're working hard, and, and they, they did not slack. They did No, not they didn't. They were doing their games, and they were doing their jobs. They were doing what they were supposed to. Exactly right. Making sure those cold beers kept coming, baby. Cold beer. The only thing more embarrassing than watching the Eagles lose that way last night was then turning on the TV to see what is the most corrupt media in the history of media. I mean, I'm sure in Russia back in the days, the Mussolini days in Italy, oh yeah, the Stalin days, 
uh, all of the dictatorships, the Chinese, well, the you go back to North any Korea. any dictatorship, and you watch what our media has become. That's really scary because football teams they can change coaches and bring in players, and the fans go back the next year. But when you have a media that is as corrupt, dis disgraceful as the media that we have as in your, this country right now, as your mother would say, disgraciados. And this has nothing to do with Trump, but it has everything to do with Trump. When you have absolute frauds like CNN people and MSNBC people, the race hustlers out there claiming that the people of Iowa who voted for Trump last night are white. They're too, they're, they're they, too white. Yeah. So they're you're, too white, if you live Christian. in Iowa... You're too white. Meanwhile, the same people who are ripping Christians are the same people going into black churches and asking people to forgive them and having Joe Biden in black churches denouncing half of the country in a black church, which I believe is still part of Christianity, right? Uh, uh, is is the black church, it's, whether it's Baptist, whatever it is, it's still Christians. Yeah. But it's your Christians are bad. Our Christians are good. That's the part that makes no sense. I can understand the Eagles sucking more than I can understand the corrupt media like these idiots on MSNBC and that dude, what's his name? Matt Cow, that dude. And then the chick and with the Rachel blonde Matt. hair. And then that the Joy Reid, the race Although, hustler with the blonde wig with the Trump wig on. I know that, that was pretty funny. I was like, it's Are unbelievable. You, I, the people pay attention to these people and they think that they represent what people want in this country. They represent the worst of the worst. They're the ones who claim that everybody else is a threat to democracy when they refuse to put on the guy who won the caucus in Iowa and refuse to air his comments. You know who does that? Stalin. Yeah. You know who does that? Kim Jong-un. Yes. You know who does that? Zelensky. All these real dictators around the world. But all of a sudden... A guy wins, and the media is afraid to put him on. Explain, I want anybody with a, any kind of common sense to explain to me how that is not a threat to democracy. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to watch these people. It is. It really is, and it's a shame that they have gotten this absolutely apoplectic. Well, speaking of wigs, Tony. Yes, I don't have one. I'm not um, wearing one. Sherelle's Parker's wig in Swedesboro texts. I'm Jason. glad she checked in yes. today. I really am. Um, Jason Kelsey <laughs> is definitely on Philly's Mount Rushmore. A bolder statement cannot be made. Get it? A bolder. I get it. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. Boom. Well, we wouldn't have one of those. We have too many. We take down statues in Philadelphia. Yeah, we don't right. put any up. Um, but if there's going to be a statue. In front of the sports complex. It needs to be Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. It's the yes. Mike Schmidt statue with the big home run. Honestly, I would not be surprised if within a year they have commissioned a Jason Kelsey statue in a mummer's costume to put, oh, no, because mummers are bad. Yeah, mummers are bad. They're racist oh, yeah, and they're, they're white people. You can't have white people that's in Philadelphia. Right. So probably not. White people are bad. We got to get rid of the white people, there's, Robin. There's too many, you know, <laughs> politicians that would vote against that, even though that's what the people would want. But, you know, who cares what the people want? Um, PW New Jersey, um, he was listening, obviously, and he says, and it definitely bit them in the ass. It was an outrage with the way they performed. Shame for Kelsey to go out this way. Wonder what other changes are on the way. Oh, they're gonna, there's going to be a house cleaning. There's going to be a house cleaning. Mr. Clean will have to work 24-7 
just to disinfect that that stadium and that entire organization. They need to go in there with flamethrowers, flamethrowers, and just torch the whole thing. We got to we got to start this all over again. They've got nothing. We, I have nothing to do with it. Chad Everett in Bowmanstown, <laughs> PA says, it's celebrate the end of Eagles season day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And normally, you know, I'm a little, um, uh, you know, I'm a fan. But even I knew to turn the T, to change the channel. Oh, yeah, you were done. You were. At, when I'm, the first half, when the second half started and the Eagles got the ball. Was it even the second half? I think it was before that. No, I Eagles. turned it off and then I went back on oh, okay. to see what was going on. And then they came back and I saw Joe Buck and, and oh, yeah, look, it's a seven-point game. All of a sudden, it, oh, it's a seven-point game. And the good thing about having the YouTube TV uh-huh. is you can go back if you don't watch the most of the first half. You can see the key plays. Yes. And then they show you all the know plays. That they had that. That no, I really knew that cool. they had that. That's how I keep track of my parlays. And I knew that, you know, there were a couple big plays. And then I saw when the when the t- when the tush push didn't work. Yeah, that was pretty much the end of the tush push and the end of the brotherly shove and the shove it up your ass season. <laughs> that was the Philadelphia Eagles, ladies and gentlemen. So let me pour one out for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I would thank them for participating, like mm-hmm. I do with a lot of people. But since there was no actual participation. I can't even give them a participation trophy, Robin. No. What do you give a team that really didn't participate when they lose despite winning 11 games? How? I, yeah. I guess all they, they get like um, some fruit fruit roll-ups and uh, a juice box. How about the, the, what the little can. thing? Well, not, they're not even juice boxes anymore. There's those, uh, what are those things called? The bags where you stick the... the the thing it's, in them? Oh, the, well, it's a like a juicy juice. No, juice boxes are little p- cardboard boxes yeah. where you put the you put the the thing in it. The, the little straw. straw that's taped to the side. The Capri Suns. The Capri Suns. That's that's it. Capri Suns and orange slices. They're there. No fruit roll ups were a big deal. Yeah, but fruit roll ups are bad for you. All that sugar and shit in there. That's bad stuff. Wait, who's that man trying to come into the studio here? We have an we have an intruder. The, Can we get security here? The fabulous Big Mama. Can we get Cape Coral Police in here? Can I get my <laughs> friend at the L.A. County at the uh, at the uh, what's the county here? Lee County Sheriff's Office. My L.A. Uh, county. I, I'm thinking L.A. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Joe Quill's checking in. Sherelle Parker's wig is in New Jersey. The wind wasn't that bad. Oh wow. And by the way, congratulations to my friends in May. We had John from Mayfair on the show yesterday, one of our yes. great friends. And he was talking about, we were talking about the subway that they want to put in Northeast Philadelphia, right? Yep. You see what happened at Cotman and the Boulevard last night? No. It had nothing to do with the Eagles losing. Somebody, somebody got stabbed at the McDonald's at Cotman and the Boulevard, Robin. Wow. Stabbed. It's ridiculous, man. And so... I don't do the NF. I don't do the memes. People now do now do Jalen Hurts. I don't make memes. I just retweet them and laugh at them because they're funny. I saw the one and listen. There's there's a meme already of the Eagles playing the Cowboys in Cancun in the Consolation Bowl in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I love all memes. I don't care who they rip. There's some funny, like, Trump memes. There's funny Joe Biden memes. Memes are what makes X what it is today. 
because the rest of X, formerly Twitter, is just a bunch of political hacks uh, pimping for their candidates on either side. I just like to, uh, I just like the memes because these are talented people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, anyway, we have, we have open lines now. We want to hear from you today. 844-644-TONY is the toll-free number. 844-644-TONY. Uh, you can text us, too, on that same, very same phone number. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the man coming in here who also did not give any love to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though he's been up there. When it was the big sombrero, he's been up there when it was when he would you just go right across the street on Dale Mabry and go to 2001 and, of course, the world-famous Mons Venus, where he would take care of the single moms because they were working and, hard for and you. The students, and the college students. And the college students out there just working hard. Right. By the way, I, I post I, – I, I immediately during Eagles game, I go to your Twitter and wait. <laughs> I didn't post anything. I know. I waited. I went back like 14 times. I was like, he's got to put something. What was I going to do? Have something uh, clever to say? Well, I I said You usually do. Yeah, but I mean, I I pretty much, I checked out of that game at halftime for good. I I put on some horror movie on on Netflix. After the second series I put on the internet, I put, uh, (laughs) it looks like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came to play and the Eagles came to watch them play. Yeah, they did. Right. And as I yeah. mentioned, there's normally participation trophies. You know, you got kids, they go to, they give them did the Capri you, Suns, the, the juice boxes, the orange slices. Did you see DeSantis get the participation trophy? Yeah, the guy gave him the decision. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. Oh, I couldn't even did believe you see it. see Casey DeSantis, like, step in front? Right. As if she's going to. Right. She'll Because she, she's, she's, she's that woman. <laughs> I know. Right. She will check some dude right now. See, here's a problem I have with DeSantis. I love him. As a governor, I love him. He's not very good at running for president. Well, it's well, not his fault. It's people that he, he hired. He, right. he hired, and this is what he should have done instead. He should have waited so right. that he didn't have all of Florida pissed off at him for leaving. And two, he should have taken acting classes between you now don't take and, acting classes. Yes, you do. He is not comfortable up on the stage. Yes, he is. No, he was great when he was, no, he was leading all the re- no. recovery efforts here in Florida. Right. He's good in, a, but when he gets up on a stage setting. He freaks the f out. You can see it in his body language. I totally he disagreed. That was his handlers. No. That was his handlers not knowing how to handle no. the presidential candidate. He needs to learn how to improvise. He needs to learn how to talk on yeah, the stage. Yeah, I think that's a part of his handlers, though. Yeah. It's his handlers, yeah. Robin. You saw him when he was having news conferences out when the roads on were the taken Pine out. Island, because right. Pine he's Island. comfortable in that situation. Because that's what a leader does. When you're a politic, when you're running for office, you got to make up all these lies and bullshit. I that's what you do when you're a politician. You have to out bullshit the other people. I bet you as a someone thousand who ran dollars. For politi- yeah. ran a politics, you bullshitted people, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get paid to shoot bullshit for a living. Damn right, man. People Not me. I'm here to shoot straight. I bet you a thousand dollars that one of his major hangups is speaking on stage. Not in disagree. A different- totally yes, disagree. It's, it's a different situation. When Told- you where the hell were you? Yeah. You have no idea. What, During the hurricane, give me, give me, give me a rundown. Who's going to win this? The, who's going to win it all what? for the NFL? Oh, oh, I thought you mean me, Polly. I don't care right. about. It. We got like ten months of that right. bullshit to deal right. with. I don't care about that. I care about right now. I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. If, can Baltimore Green Bay? Is making it. Baltimore is obviously great. Right. I'm telling you, those Buffalo Bills. Their defense is a little leaky at times, but they have a lot of injuries. I'm telling you, 
the 49ers better be careful with those Green Bay Packers. And you're seeing all these games have been blowouts. The only game that wasn't was the Rams game the other night. And that's at the very the end Lions. they came back. They, right. right, that was a great game. That was right. the only really compelling game of the entire weekend. Cleveland didn't look like a real team. No, Cleveland was okay, and then they started turning the ball over. And then they couldn't run the ball, which is their strength. So bottom line is, you know, we'll see what happens. Wow. But right now, I mean, San Francisco's got to be up there. The Cowboys are out. The Eagles are out. I mean, who else, I mean, who else is standing? I mean, the Buccaneers are going to play the Lions. The Lions are already six-and-a-half-point favorites. That's Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, that game, by the way. Where will you be on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock? Uh, I have a friend that's going to be at the game wearing a half Detroit jersey, half Bucks jersey, because she doesn't know which way to go. Really? Huh. How does she go the other way, though? I don't care about her team's right. preference. I mean, does she know which way to go? We like, can talk where, about that one. Where it matters? Right. She probably would. Absolutely. <laughs> Big Mama, you gave me a note here, and on the other side, it has stupid news. Right. Can you hang through the break? I want to do this this story with you since you did which it this one morning. Is it? Stupid it's, news? Yeah, it's the 42-year-old woman who was caught defrauding the drug screening. Yeah, she. Yeah, but I'm waiting until we got break. Yeah, we have, go to, break. This isn't breaking. This is stupid. Breaking news. We have to break into regularly right. scheduled programs. Right. Yes. Stupid news. We can do anytime. Right. You know what I'm saying? Green Bay wins all the way out. And so does Baltimore. But Baltimore destroys Green Bay. So you're saying the Packers are going to win the NFC championship. Yes. And, 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 and they will go. And they will be ill-prepared for what they are going to witness with Buffalo. Well, I mean, can you Baltimore. play the song again, Robin? I had Robin play this yesterday. I love my Green Bay Packers, one of my favorite songs. By the way, you see that the Buffalo Bills owner, uh, Jessica Pagula, won her first match over there at the Australian Open, taking down the dreaded enemy Rebecca Marino from Canada. And we must take down Canada at any opportunity we have. Yes, and she congratulated the Buffalo Bills, owned by her parents in Buffalo. Jessica Pagula, what a family, huh? They own the Buffalo Bills, right? She's a great tennis player. Oh, she's a she's a world-class tennis player, and she's from Buffalo, and now she's down in Australia where it's summertime. Well, we're sitting here. It's in the 70s. It's rainy. You know what I'm saying? So oh, let's go out to break with this, and this we're up. We'll come back, back with, with a Florida story. In the studio today. Love my Green Bay Packers. Come on, everybody. The first Super Bowls ever played. I love my Green Bay Packers. Pity Chicago, Detroit, and Tampa Bay. Throwing the bikes. They all Throwing come the up as my girls. We take our opposition and crunch them like they're crackers. That's why I love my Green Bay Packers. Uh, yes, indeed. It is a Tata tequila and uh, what else? Tortilla Tush Tuesday. Tacos. Tacos, Tatas, tequila, tequila, and Tushies. That's the big four of teas, I think. Right, I think so. I think I agree with that. I I can't think of another tea better than that. (laughs) Tea sells? No, but that's a medical thing. We don't deal with that. Mushroom tea, maybe? I don't know. know. I've never tried the mushroom coffee. Have you tried that? No, I have not. It's a new thing. The low-dose mushrooms is the new fad right now. Like everybody, Low-dose mushrooms. Low-dose mushrooms. So you take just enough to put you in a good mood. I don't do any of that stuff, man. Right. I've never done it. It's mushrooms. actually medicinal. It's going to be like prescribed very, very soon. Yeah. It's, it's the next thing after marijuana. Yes. I'm high on life and medication uh, over the counter and uh, prescription drugs. Right. That's important. Go ahead. Read it. Yeah. Let's we have go an update. To... Let's go to our correspondent, Big Mama, ladies and gentlemen. 
with the today's, what do we call this now? Stupid news. Stupid news. It's stupid news. My question is how long before a football player does this? Wait a minute. Let me play the update. For those of you who are not aware, Big Mama does a fabulous top 40 show. He has his own station, Big Mama Radio. It's and it's on. You can get it online everywhere, yep, right. just, like it, it, exactly. just like this show. Just What's like this show. What's the app now? Big Mama, Big Mama Radio. Big Mama Radio. I hope we, are we getting back to the inappropriate sports report now that you're back? I, I, really I don't know. I'll that. see if I'm up to it. I mean, it's been a tough couple of weeks. Man. Right. I know, bro. I, I just want to say I really miss that, and so do I. I miss the so. inappropriate sports report, too. Right. Like, yeah, you guys had way too much fun doing right. it. Right. It was an hour. It was supposed to be 30 minutes. It was an hour and 30 every time. It was <laughs> an like, hour and 30 minutes to break down the Edmonton. There's only a couple games now. Right, We're down right. to the divisional playoffs now. So <laughs> could be quick take us a half well, an hour to get through the game. It was games. the inappropriate sports report, <laughs> not football report. So technically, you could be talking about any Anything. kind of sports. Right. Exactly right, man. I may have to. Well, the, the Bucks are going to be on the road, so I can't even go up to uh, Dale Mabry and have fun. And no, but but they'll probably show a viewing at the stadium. They usually do. The problem with drug screening is that you know if you sample is going to come back positive, then there's not much you can do about it unless you're a 42-year-old woman in Florida named Jessica Be- Betty, or Beatty, I'm sorry, uh, was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screening by using pee that somehow collected it from her aunt's dog. What? Yeah, right. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to fraud a a test, is there a lot of test? difference between Why human dog uh, urine? U- human. Urine and dog urine. Why didn't she just use her aunt's urine? Right. It sounds like she uh, was caught with the pee before submitting it. She then admitted that she was. uh, It was her aunt's dog's waste. She also provided a valid sample, which was probably not clean. Jessica was charged with urine testing fraudulent practices, or to be clear. Her scheme would not have worked even if the probation officer didn't see the dog pee. Drug tests are easily differentiates between human pee and non-human. Now, have you? Who's the football player that, that got was busted the Wizard? Remember, who, who was that? Ontario Smith. A- a- I think it was Antonio Brent. No, no, it was no, Ontario no. son. It, no, it was a guy. It was, the Wizard. Was the running back, the wife beating running back. The, no, the I mean, there's a lot of those back. guys. The the, the, the guy. Wizardator. I think his name was Ontario something. I know he had and, an unusual name. Right. And he, the Wizardator was, was number a device. for the Ontario. Was, Ontario Smith. Ontario Smith. And he had the Wizardator, which was a device where you would fill it up with somebody's urine. And then when you would have to go to, through a urine test as an athlete, it looks like a, you would just take it out and then squeeze that out. And no, it would no, be no. somebody's clean urine. Have you actually seen a Wizenator? It looks like a dildo. It's, it goes right up against your penis so that it like. Is it a detachable penis? It, it straps around and it's sort of like a strap on, but it like goes around your penis. Or at least that's the one that I well, saw. Well, there's nothing that can fit around mine. I mean, they, I don't, you know, it would be, be so. Be pretty big no, ass wizard. You're damn man. right. They man. have <laughs> head sh- I, I remember going into a head shop. <laughs> I, w- I went into a head shop and I actually saw one one time and I was like, how does this thing work? And it, it's sort of like it, it's like a sheath that goes on one side of your penis. And then you want sheath that baby. So because we're they, not going to roll past the fact that you said you went into a head shop to find a sex toy. <laughs> We're no. not, not going to go past that part. <laughs> I, right, I know that you want to tell the rest of the story, but we're not just going to graze past that, Robin. All right. You're like, you went into a head shop. We're like, anybody got any dildos? I went into the head shop. I was looking for one. And then I said, Robin, you don't have my machine off. Yes, it is. But can I hear it? I don't know. What did you do? I have it on. It's on, Tony Bruno. It's your, it's your, your issue. Oh, it's probably not on here. Yeah, right? You probably right. turn this some bitch off, Robin. Right? Right. Come on, man. God, but the so head shop. It's and because a lot of times in these <laughs> p uh, testing, they have somebody follow you in to yeah. make sure that you're actually right. doing Me the real thing. Meanwhile, I whip this out. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say. 
And the guy was very happy to explain to me that if you get followed in, they usually just stand behind right. you to make it sure. It just that, looks like exactly, it just yeah. looks like you're. How so about that poll? Ontario Smith. Yeah, that was that's phenomenal, phenomenal wizenator knowledge right there, man. I'm impressed. That's why I'm doing this at the national. I thought it level. was the, the the running back that beat up kid, beat up his kids. Like what was that guy's name? Played for the played for the Vikings. He was great. One of the greatest running backs ever played with. Oh, Vikings. you mean uh, he was on Dancing with the Stars too? Uh, he, he took a switch to his kids, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. what's the name? Everybody was mad at him. He's I like, know. Come be my parent, parent of my kids. Boy, you might want to pull out a switch too. Damn, you can't be mad at somebody. You don't know how those kids are. The kids might be damn crazy. The switch the only way you can put it right. And I bet you his kids are very well behaved. Right, they are now. You take that switch One out, time, man. One time, boy. Get on national news. See what you did. You got me on news now. Now I got to whoop your ass again. Get in the bedroom. What was it, Adrian Peterson? Adrian, Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he had some other issues, though, right? I mean, it wasn't just that. Great player, though. I mean, come on. His deal with the devil was over. <laughs> I'm, just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. I think Kurt Warner also had a deal with the devil, but they allowed him to be a broadcaster. But his mean? he went from phenomenal. He went first off. He went from arena football. I know to one of to an MVP NFL. Won a Super Bowl for the Cardinals, right? In right. St. Louis, and then was gone. That was it. No, no, but now more. he's a great broadcaster now. Hey, and by the way, his son went to Temple to play quarterback and then realized, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm going to Rice instead. Right. That's how bad my Temple Alice football program with the with the transfer portal has become. I'm gonna leave you with I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with what well, I can't even remember what I was gonna say now, so it doesn't even matter. I can't even leave you with a thought because the thought left my mind, so there's no thought there. It's gone. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. It's gone. It was there for thirty five seconds, but now it's gone completely. So it happens to me. Right, so but uh, he needs to go pick up his. Right, son, I gotta go pick up my son at school before. Freaking I'm the, adorable, by the way. I'm, I'm gonna be the one person, one parent that shows up last. Sarah's gonna be pissed. I was like, I'm leaving right now, but I ran into Tony. Is there Bruno. a long line where you block the street and the, everybody? Oh no, no, not at this school, bro. They, they, you can't even honk your horn. They'll oh, put really? you at the end of the line if you honk your horn. Really? They don't mess around. Wow. So what, is it a parking and lot they call or it is the it the happiest pickup line in town? Okay, and if well, you try to make it unhappy. They get pissed. And if you try to go early, they make you go drive back around. Wow. Wow. Well, I don't want to get you in trouble with right. the, uh, the... The wife is who you got to worry about. It's not the school. The car center. line right. Nazis. Right. So go. Right. All right. I love you guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the greatness. Call him Biggie. Not Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. The Biggs. Big Mama. Big Mama in Big the mama. house. In the house. Wow. By the way, reports coming out of Philly now. Uh, Howard Eskin is reporting that there's the possibility now that the Eagles might go after Bill Belichick, Robin. Oh, this oh. just in. According to uninformed sources in Philadelphia, which is pretty much most of the media, Howard Eskin is hearing about the possibility that the Eagles are going after Bill Belichick. Okay, wait. This, this would be like... like you you had a height like what the, the in high school you had that one kid that was your worst enemy right no it's not bill Wait, belichick's no, no, no. a hall of fame coach i know let me finish let me finish it was like because the patriots you know nobody's a patriots fan in 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 that it is doesn't Eagles matter fan. where your coach was coached for but let me you think the kansas city chiefs fans were pissed off when Andy Reid left the Eagles and went to Kansas City and won a couple of Super Bowls? This is what I'm thinking. Like, it would be like if you had that kid that was your enemy in high school and then your dad marries that kid's mom. That's not how it works in sports, Robin. There are people that you hate on other teams until they come on your team and then you suck their dicks. That's how it works. 
Nobody cares. When they're the enemy, when they come on your team, you love them. And then when they leave, you hate them and they suck. Look what happened last night. Somebody threw popcorn in Tampa on Nick Sirianni as he was leaving right. the, uh, the Raymond James Stadium last night. Come on, Robin. That's a bad analogy. I may have to put you in the corner and put you in timeout for that kind of a comparison. That is horrific. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> how long were you in Philadelphia watching how the sports fans work, Robin? And in most passionate sports towns, not just So Philly. in other words, you're saying that sports fans are fickle. I'm saying sports fans want the next best flavor. They're fickle. I don't know whether the... Bill Belichick is, is talking to the Atlanta Falcons. And so obviously Bill Belichick's out of work and now he's going to get interviews. That's how it works in football, Robin. I'm thinking that Bill Belichick is tired. He just seems tired. He's not tired. Yeah, he seems he's tired. He's already been on vacation for two nah, weeks. I think, he, I think he's just He's already been tired. down here in Florida like everybody else does when they live in the northeastern part of the United States and they get sick of the weather and there's some snow in the forecast. And then they run right down here to Florida, Robin. Ooh, ooh, I want one of those things. What? Sky Rizzy? No, no. Oh. It's like it's it's like a it looks like an underwater uh like you hold onto it and it's a little motor. It's like a little jet ski underwater. But it's like it's got a, a little propeller. It yeah. looks it looks like one of those um It's um, a commercial for Sky Rizzy, Robin. I know, Robin. but I want one of those. And just learn how Abby can help you with your prescription. No, I don't care about that. Ridiculous. I just want one of those underwater bullet propeller things. I got a different bullet thing at home. You can use that. It's battery operated too. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Let's get it back to what we were doing, which I have no idea what that was. But we have open lines. Are the, is the text board active, Robin? The text board is active, or at least it was. Let me see. And if you, too, would like to call in, text in, the text line and call in line is the same. It's 844-644-TONY. That's yeah. so easy to remember. Yes. Tattoo it on your forehead, whatever you need. 844-644-TONY. 8 669. So that's 844-644-8669. By the way, what do the Tony Bruno show? Miss Robin, Tony Bruno, Pete Shepard. Who else? Is Angel going? Angel's going. Angel Martinez. And Rich Quinones. Rich Quinones. Uh, I believe. Uh, the boys on the LFG show. Yes. Jim Cosimore. Jim Cosimore. Dave Benz. And their producer. And Matt, Matt Taylor. Matt Fuller, isn't Fuller, it? Fuller, yeah. Come on, Robin. That's sorry. bad knowledge out of you. Sorry. What do we have? What will we be doing that the Dallas Cowboys, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, the Cleveland Browns, who else? And everybody else who lost in this last weekend yes. in the Super Wild Card weekend. We. What, will, do, what do we have in common with them? Nothing. Nothing. Because we'll be going to Vegas and they'll be staying home. Well, they'll be going to Vegas, too, but they'll be spectators right. just like us. They'll be coming and wanting to be interviewed by Mr. Radio Row, the king of Radio Row. Yes. Not my own calling, but by the people who were there year after year, Jim decade Rome after year. Jim was the one that the king gave, of Radio you, Row. gave you the moniker, King of Radio Row. I don't have I my crown it, yet, though. I, I need heard a crown. It, I heard it first in Dallas. Uh, Dallas Super Bowl, which yep. is 40. Shouldn't I have a crown by now, really? Can we have somebody make a crown? Are there local crown stores around here? A lot of jewelry stores. Tony, I Duncan really, Diamonds. I, can, I don't need diamonds. I think 
I think a crown would go to your head a little bit too much. I, well, I that's where the crown's supposed to I go, know. Robin. It's yeah. good. I, I don't want one of those much. Burger King ones, the cardboard you want ones. Just like a you... little signette? No, I want a real crown. Oh, you want a full on. Damn right. Jewel encrusted. Doesn't have to be jewel, it could be fake. But I want a crown. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Be, and it's different than the one, you know, where you crown your ass. Well, yeah, that's a different kind of that's crown. That's a different kind of crown. That's what people did to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I mean, if you want to crown their ass, you go ahead and crown them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Larry, the fabulous Larry. Um, Up there in Port fan, Richmond? Yep. He says, I didn't watch the Eagles. I watched the Flyers, a team that works hard every shift. How about that? Yes. The good thing about the Eagles season coming to an end is that right now, the Philadelphia Flyers, it's time. And you know the sports talk radio stations in Philly will not talk about the Flyers, no matter what. They'll keep talking about the Eagles every single day, 24-7, because some program director will yell into the host ears when they start mentioning the Flyers, let's get it back to the Eagles. Because that's what people talk about in Philly. They'll diss the Flyers, even though the Flyers right now are in second place in the Metropolitan Division and playing some outstanding hockey people will still talk about the Eagles. The 76ers, they're playing well. But the big story in the NBA, Robin, is that the NBA is now telling players, you know, Joel Embiid, MVP, Luka Doncic, MVP, that you have to play 65 games or no MVP for you. Did you see that story? The NBA, the, are we getting a thunderstorm again this afternoon, Robin? It's like clockwork. It's like absolute clockwork every day. Is this kind of like when you go to church? <laughs> when I go to church, I mean... Uh, <laughs> lightning strike. I go to church, I get up in the pulpit, and I'm pretending that I'm Fannie Willis, the disgraced DA in Georgia, or I'm Joe Biden, and I'm condemning everybody waiting for the lightning rods to come. But remember, white Christians are dangerous. But uh, other Christians that go into black churches and placate and lie... They're okay, Christians. Well, I'm thinking, can you do, can you explain to me the difference between a good Christian and a bad Christian? Um, I'm yeah. just trying to figure that out. I don't know which religion I'm supposed to hate more. Yeah, it's um, it's it's a it's kind of fuzzy. It's like fuzzy math. Yes, it's it's kind of hard to. We should start. You know what? Um, I'm sure. Should we do a Mount Rushmore of uh, religions? Sure, no, uh, no, I'm no, sure no. that um, the the very far liberal people that are t saying all this stuff, I'm sure that they're soon going to want to put labels on us. You know, good, bad, put like a tattoo. Everybody's got a label, except the no labels party. And I don't even know what that is because I don't buy anything with no labels on it, Robin, unless it's in a Goodwill store, you know, and it's like tremendously reduced. You go into the rich neighborhoods. Again, Robin has the great, greatest tip about that. Yeah. When you are looking for secondhand clothing and you don't have a lot of money and in this economy and most people don't unless you're super rich and then you pretend I've to been, be i've been cheap for a very long time and um, my mother lives in menlo park not in the ritzy nitzy part of menlo Park. no just in a modest three million dollar right. house it's basically a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house but it's like a, a thousand square foot home that's yeah, exactly, three million but, uh, three million right. in that neighborhood but that's low yeah. that's low rent in that's menlo low park. rent yes <laughs> yeah and um <laughs> but she bought just to be fair let me just back up a second. She bought the house when it was one hundred and eighty nine. Well, of course, yeah. that's what happens so, in hot now, property. But um, that's that's where all the that's where Google I, is. I mean, yes. all of those high. All, although most of those companies are shutting down now and leasing and firing everybody. I learned a long time ago 
that what you do is you go to the Goodwills in those neighborhoods. Yes. So the Goodwill in Menlo Park. I'm sure down here, the Goodwill in Naples. We got to go to the Goodwill in Naples. I may be able to get some nice suits and jackets and stuff. All sorts of high end brand names um, that these, especially women. Maybe not so much men, but women, you know, in in those types of neighborhoods, they have to have the new wardrobe every year. I got one of the greatest sweatshirts at one that store yes. in Arizona. It was five dollars, and I still have it. I know, you like ten it. years later. I know because it was a high end sweatshirt. Yes, and it was in what's the name of that store in Arizona? Uh, Savers. Savers. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, Savers. Goodyear, but you got to go into the this don't in go into the, don't go into the trash neighborhoods. No. Don't go into the ghetto. Uh, because Goodwill then you're going to have ghetto stuff being dropped. Not off. that there's anything you, wrong with ghetto no, now, unless you want to go gangster. You know, well, I mean, then you do that. Well, I mean, you know, like in Philly, the Goodwill stores have all the former 76ers draft busts. <laughs> you can get a jersey of all the guys that they drafted during the process era. And you can get them for like three dollars right now. And pretty soon you'll be able to get some Eagles jerseys. The Jalen Hurts jerseys will probably be on clearance right now. I know. And, and so will the, um, you know. Jason Kelsey will be the only jersey that goes up in value. Yeah. Jason Kelsey will now have the most sought after jersey yep. in, in in Philadelphia sports. Absolutely. Forget about the Eagles. Who's going to go out and buy Jalen Hurts or uh any of the other players' jerseys right now? So, even even on clearance, even in the clearance rack. But here's here's your tip from Miss Robin for today. Oh, we have once a tip again, of the day. Good. Once again, you just you go to Savers, Goodwills, all the secondhand stores in very very high end neighborhoods mm-hmm. because you get a lot of I bought stuff with tags still on them because you know these people have way too much money and they can't wear something twice. I know, especially women. Or they women can't, can't wear something twice. So they go out and spend a thousand dollars on a crappy dress. <laughs> And then take it to Goodwill right. and then get a tax write-off. Right. Or they buy an entire wardrobe, you know, because they have personal shoppers. And then they haven't yep. worn everything. But God forbid that they should wear something from last season. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. So they drop them off at Goodwill and you can buy them with tags still on them. There's your tip for the day, There's ladies and gentlemen. This is a show that cares about our community. We care about people saving money. Yes. We're saving lives, saving people, saving money. Tony Bruno. Yes. More, more taxes. Let's go to the text board, Robin. PW, New Jersey. Nobody puts Robin in the corner. That's right. Uh, don't want Bill Belichick. Give me an offensive guy from the McVeigh Shanahan tree. I'll tell you a guy that people uh, bailed on early, and now he's turning out to be a great young coach. Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. Mm. Matt LaFleur. Yep. Look at the job that guy's done. Look at the young team he has there. And look at Green. how much the team loves him. Yes. Like you can see it in the locker room. And there's no doubt. The amazing thing about the Eagles collapse is that this team a year ago was the shit in Philly. Sirianni was, he was going to be the next mayor of Philadelphia. Now they don't even want him in Kensington where all the drug addicts are walking around like zombies. Even they would say, get the hell out of here right now. And you know what? Fans are right. Fans pay money to go see this stuff. And they have a right to be angry and disappointed. That's what that's what sports is about. Oh. Yes. Tony, Pete Shepard checking in, going, Vegas, baby, Vegas. So Damn yes, right, did man. we not say that Pete was coming too? Yeah, I mentioned okay, Pete Shepard okay. first. Okay. 
just uh, just double checking. By the way, one of the uh, one of the great sites on uh, on X Twitter is called Freezing Cold Takes, Old Takes Exposed, and they scour mostly sports takes. They don't do political takes and stuff, but uh, Freezing Cold Takes. I've made it once, I think. Fred Siegel is the guy who runs it. He's unprophetic, mostly sports takes and other fun stuff. No politics, author of Freezing Cold Takes, available now. He's got 650,000 followers. So he'll, he'll take something that the latest one is from Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report posts a picture of the four Alabama quarterbacks that are in the NFL right now who are dominating. So it says Bama quarterback room dominating the NFL. And they've got the dude up in uh, New England, the Patriots guy, number 10 in your program, number zero in your hearts. You got Jalen Hurts. You got Tua Tungavailoa. And then you have the dude, number nine for the Carolina Panthers. All four guys sitting home and watching the Super Bowl with the rest of us. That's a freezing cold take when you post that the Bama quarterback room is dominating the NFL. Maybe in the UFL, the Spring League coming up soon. We're at the Pro Bowl, of course, when the players will be out there. And I believe, I think Jalen Hurts and I think we can finally decide who the real MVP was of the teams that were eliminated in the first round. Jalen Hurts or what's-his-face there in Dallas, Dak Prescott. Who would you bet? Now, if you could bet on the Pro Bowl MVP, Hmm. who do you think is going to win that coveted award? And will they hang the banner in Jerry's joint down there in Irving? Or will they hang it in Philadelphia if Jalen Hurts gets the MVP of the Pro Bowl here in Orlando, Florida, in just a couple of short weeks, Robin? Well, Tony, I I would like to say... I'm going to make it a poll question, Robin. I don't like to do polls on the show, as you know. I'm biased in this particular case because I do not want somebody in particular to win. So I don't think... I I have to recuse myself... From voting in this, How can you recuse you? This isn't an election. No, I this can't. isn't like these stupid cockamamie trials where you got Fanny Willis well, I, banging I, some guy I, I and I'm, then I'm, lying about it. I'm biased though because I don't want it to be Dak Prescott. So you don't have to vote for Dak Prescott. You just have to make a select. I'm talking about betting on it, not rooting. Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Nobody watches the Pro Bowl. <laughs> not even the immediate families of the players who go. Yeah, they're just there for the fun and games. They're just there hoping to get a free uh, pass at the Disney World and, and Universal Studios so they don't have to wait in line. That's what these players' families do. They go to the Pro Bowl and say, dude, why am I sitting watching this meaningless crap game of flag football when I could be over at Universal Studios? Or I could I be you. at Disney. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you right now, Robin? I have a... It, it, the only lasting effect of all this crap that we went through the last two weeks mm-hmm. um, is I continuously have this little frog in my throat. I know. It's annoying. It's all right. Drink drink water, Rob. I am trying. Drink water. Let me drink a little water here. Um, big shout out to um, and, and prayers to Mike Golick's mother-in-law. 
who fell and broke her hip. No, I know. So they're they're um, she, um, they're they're trying to get her in a um facility to uh, what do they call that? Uh, rehab. Yeah, rehab, rehab. Faci- rehab facility. And boy, we sure know that your mom broke her hip when yeah. we for, right after we first moved to Philly. And it's a long process, especially in older people if they don't have good bones. So well, most um, people, when they get older, their bones are. That's why you got to drink a lot. That's why you got to have a lot of uh, pal- calcium. Yeah, but you don't necessarily need to get it from milk. No, you, you don't get, get it a, from milk, no. or you get it from supplements. Yeah. And again, that just even if you have strong, I have strong bones. I've been fortunate. I've never broken a bone. Yeah. Knock on. Yeah, wood. me neither. I've. Except my head once. I hit it, and uh, it didn't break, though. The only bone I've ever broken is slightly. my pinky. See, it's crooked because a, a horse a horse bit it. I thought maybe you and Brian Balding are hooked up once, <laughs> and you got the same finger. No. You know what I'm I, saying? I had, a, I had a horse that thought it was a carrot because I didn't know how to. It was when I was very young and chewed on it just a little bit. Meanwhile, coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this is a weird, really weird story. Oh, no. A real woman has actually be, be, become crowned Miss America. What? For the first time in last in the last five years. What? We have a beauty pageant won by a real woman. And not only is she a real woman, she's an American fighter jet pilot. How is that possible? Oh, that's sexy. How is that possible? What went wrong here? How did the Miss America panel make this kind of a grievous mistake wow boy there should be protests when will there when will there be pro- protests on the streets apparently their dei executive was not on the ball it's ridiculous by the way have you seen her beautiful um, woman. i actually did i saw the video that you showed me of her um piloting a uh fighter jet and yeah. i was like that is sexy. badass that's badass and that's, that's not some fake well. cgi no. <laughs> tv show that's her really. We got to pull up her name, though, Robin. We got we to pull up her. America. There's a new Miss America. I didn't even know Miss America was still being crowned in January. It used to be in the summer in Atlantic City at the convention hall, remember? And Burt Parks used to sing, here she is. Now, who owns Miss America? Is I don't know. No, Trump used to own Miss uh, Universe, and I don't know who owns any of these pageants. I don't care. Madison March. Madison March. That's her real name, too. Madison March. Now, doesn't that sound like a stripper name? Madison, ladies and gentlemen, now on the runway with her final presentation here at the Miss America pageant. Let's put your hands together for Madison March. Marsh. Marsh. Not March. Marsh. Congratulations to Madison She was Miss Colorado. Beautiful. Um, And... When did they clown them, Miss America? Um, I know they have these stupid award shows now every night that I don't t- watch. Was it last night? I think no, it was. It, was, it, was, it had to be this weekend. No, I think it was last it night. It wasn't last night, right? I saw the story yesterday, so it couldn't have been last night. Oh, it was Sunday. Yeah, they don't do Miss America on a weeknight. It was either Sunday night or Saturday night. Sunday, January 14th. Miss Colorado, huh? Yeah. Was she high? Somehow, I don't think so. I don't think. No. Do they do drug tests at the Miss America pageant? No, but they do for the Air Force. So. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was clean. And again, I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be the lead story. Forget about the Iowa caucuses. Forget about uh, MSNBC and CNN wanting the country to basically become a total dictatorship and want no one to have an opinion. 
that's different from theirs. But we have an American hero as the new Miss America, Robin. That's oh. something we should be celebrating. Hey, get what? this. What? Um, the ownership, the Miss America pageant has a ownership, so they now have a, a, a CEO and all that. You know what the name of the CEO as of 2023 was? Who? Robin. Robin Ross Fleming. Is a woman Robin or a man Robin? A woman Robin. Well, shouldn't a woman be running the Miss America pageant? I think so. But Robin Ross Fleming. Was there any trans representation this year in the pageant? Were there any of the state? uh, Because, you know, in the the Miss Universe pageant, (laughs) there were like five trans women in there. And I think one won a couple of years ago and made the finals, whatever. I don't want to have that discussion right now. Because you know what the story is, Robin. You know what the motto of the show is. What is that? It's about, it's science. The science is still and will always be absolutely defined. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. There you go. Anything else is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. As someone once said. So spare me the bullshit. Exactly right. Look at the time, Robin. We got to take a break here. Yes, we do. We just blew through the top of the hour. You know why? Because we can. You know how? Because it's the Tony Bruno Sports Network. You know why? Because I'm Tony Bruno. And we're coming right back, kids. Don't go in. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting. And now it's here. T-B-S-N. The Tony Bruno Sports Network. Make some noise. Tune in at 7 a.m. and hear Pete Shepard till 10. And then Defoe and Luby from 10 a.m. till noon. And then the man himself, Tony Bruno. And the Tony Bruno Show starts at 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Martinez and company from 6 p.m. to 8. And we've got more to come. The Tony Bruno Sports Network. Download the app. Tell your friends the game is on. T-B-S-N. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And everybody have an up on. Until the fellas start the name calling. And the girls respond to the call. I have a pull my shirt. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? I'm old enough to remember when people said hungry dogs must eat. Those dogs are now dead. But the one thing that's more important than all of that, Robin, not just hungry dogs must eat. You know who else must eat, Robin? Who else must eat, Tony Bruno? Everybody must eat. <clears throat> Everybody. Luigi. No, no, Luigi's not eating. Well, by the way, where is Luigi? Uh, he's been. Is he a. He was sick like we were. Yeah, but he, he should be back and you better what, than ever. You know what now. I just realized? Hold on a second. I just realized something. We met Luigi for dinner one night yeah. while we were in Philadelphia. That was like eight eons ago. All three of us got sick. Yes. It had to have been the waiter. The waiter who waited on us. and Should we go back and then have him arrested? Damn him. It's the only common denominator. Good thing we don't have contact tracing. Remember them when they used to have to tell everybody, <laughs> oh, who was the last person you were with? Can you give us their phone number? Can you get a blood sample? Can you get a little skin? Can you rip off a little piece of their fingernail so we can make sure that they're not the person who got you sick? Remember that? We yes. had to have those little, do we still have those paper cards? We have to save those. Those are going to be worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Day. Remember your vaccine <laughs> card, the little piece of cardboard? Where they wrote it down on there with pencil. Yes, it was so official. Oh, it was. I mean that. Really. I mean, that that's that's got to be more valuable than any kind of government ID or passport. Tony Jerry from Rhode Island checking in, saying, "Welcome back." He's very happy to hear from us. No, thank you. I'm happy to hear from us too, and from you as well. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> anyway, we got a lot of stuff going on still, Robin. We got. I mentioned. Uh, some of the point spreads, the games coming up this weekend, uh, and some of the big news off, off the uh, field right now. Uh, now there's a report in Philly that the Eagles are not interested in hiring Bill Belichick. So let the rumor mills begin. Uh, let all these people who are just trying to guess and figure out what's going to happen next. I mean, I wait for official stuff. It's easy to throw stuff around. That's what Mike Florio's done. That's why he's making a gazillion dollars, by making shit up all the time. And then NBC paid him a gazillion dollars for his stupid pro football talk site. But anyway, we got some other developments today. I love how they're debating now who it, the bigger disappointment is in the NFL, the Cowboys or the Eagles. Is that, an inter- is that even a debate? Listen, the Eagles suck. We knew the Eagles sucked eight weeks ago when they were 10-1. and one. Did we think the, the Cowboys would suck two weeks ago? People had them winning it all. People bet big money on the Cowboys to not just make the postseason, not just win the NFC East, not just win the NFC, but to win the Super Bowl. So how can you debate what the biggest disappointment is? 
That Cowboys loss is a generational loss. Despite all the Tony Romo close calls and all the other teams that had chances and looked like they were going to be there and get there, there's never been a Cowboy team in the last 30 years that was as big of a lock, especially after the Eagles shit the bed and lost like this last 15 games in a row when they were 10-1. and The Cowboys losing, not just losing at home, but absolutely getting boat raced at home. Biblical level beatdowns. And you're debating which one was a bigger surprise or disappointment? ESPN is wasting airtime debating that? Did Stephen A. Smith call anybody a fat bastard today? That's all I want to know. Let's go to a man who's not a fat bastard. Even though he's up there in the cold. We just put out the bat signal. You know him, you love him. You can't live without him. The great Luigi Curto. What up, yo? Speaking of surprise and disappointments. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) They are who we thought they were. Exactly right. We let them off the hook. Oh, the soundboard sounds beautiful. No, I was, I, I heard, I was, I was in my bedroom and I was getting some things together, and, and I saw the bat signal go up. And yes. um, AJ called. AJ reached out and he said, uh, "Hey, man, they're talking about you." I now, said, AJ in San Antonio, yeah, my right, son so. AJ Bruno, yeah. AJ Johnson. Which no, AJ? AJ in, San- AJ in San Antonio has not had AJ. any communication with me. I haven't had a text. I haven't had a phone call. Well, he I haven't has. Had a- DM? I've had, communica- I've had communication with him, yet via mail, Tony. He sent me a gift. Now, he sent me a football. A signed football. Signed by who? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear no, you. He told us this. Signed by... Yeah, yeah, I know, but the people are there. Ron Jaworski and John Bon Jovi. Having a football signed by John Bon Jovi is like having a canoe signed by Eddie Van Halen. It just doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. I mean, there's some value there. You get a couple of uh, 45-year-old chicks who say, hey, baby. (laughs) Some 50-year-olds, you know, uh, looking at that and say, hey, John Bon Jovi, dude. He looks young, man. He looks like a chick. He's looking like a young girl more and more every day, isn't he? He's a pretty guy. Don't be wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's still getting. He's still getting. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Hey, Come on, man. On a prayer, man. <laughs> living on a prayer. prayer. <laughs> yeah, I know he's. I know he's wanted dead or alive, but it's gonna be dead soon. <laughs> he's I even mean, been canceled by the deadliest catch, Bon Jovi. That's how cold he is right now. You know, you know, you know, you know what he looks like. He looks like Richard Simmons. If he was in the art world, that's what he looks like. Speaking of great, so Robin and I last night, we turned the Eagles game off, and then we put on a documentary. Uh, Was it on Prime Video or Netflix? Uh, Netflix. The one about uh, David Geffen, Geffen, man. What an unbelievable story. Did you watch that documentary on David Geffen? No, I I have heard about it. It's saved uh, to... uh, to my uh, save list to watch. It is an app. This guy's story is amazing. I mean, and I remember living through all of the David Geffen stuff. I mean, he was an amazing, you know, a guy who faked his name, said he went to, he graduated from UCLA, wanted to get into the entertainment business. He could not get started the way he got started in this day and age because you could electronically check whether he could be the president of Harvard today, though. I mean, (laughs) he, he, he could have been the president of Harvard. 
if he just lied about everything. But the guy did everything. He did music. He 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 founded some of the biggest groups in the history. I movies, whatever he touched, turned. He was he got share to hook up with him. And then the biggest thing is he actually helped destroy Hillary Clinton in the 2016 election because he was a big, you know, he was a big influencer and obviously a Democrat. And he loved Barack Obama and he thought he loved Bill and Hillary Clinton. He became adverse. He became really close with them. And then once he asked Bill Clinton to do something that was really important for him, Bill Clinton stabbed him in the back. Yep. And from that moment on, his well, mission was to destroy well, was, the Clintons. Well, he Bill Clinton promised him that he was going to change that the army um, would the don't help. ask, don't tell thing. Yeah. Right. Well, well, they were supposed to make it so that they could not be kicked out or they exactly. could be held yes. accountable. And then instead of that. Uh, Bill Clinton signed the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," correct, and that was a total stab in the back. And he said, "That's it. You know, if you're going and be- his mission from that moment on was to destroy the Clintons, and he did his job wow. in 2016. But he loved Barack Obama, so he's not a guy. He's not a Trump guy. Not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. But what he did to Bill Clinton to show you how powerful this guy was in Hollywood and everywhere, in the movies, in theater, record business." He helped destroy Hillary Clinton. And for that, we should make a statue. We should put statues up to yeah. David Geffen in Espen, Wisconsin, in Pennsylvania, in all these states where she thought she had it in the bag. And he bagged her like the bag that she is. And for that, we thank him. Yeah, Let's give him Bill a royal round of applause. Over it, What's that? I, I missed heard your... Bill bucking a nut over it. Oh! Yeah. Now, that was on uh, Epstein Island. Come on, man. Let's try to get your facts straight here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm logistically, I'm logistically all turned around right now, Tony. I apologize. Now, Luigi, let me get your reaction now because I hear that the people in Philadelphia on Sports Talk are now calling for the immediate arrest and execution of uh, Nick Sirianni. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, yeah, I called for that about three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, I, I, listen. I, I, there's a lot of people that say it now, and it, it, it's starting to. It's been brought to light more and more recently over the past several weeks about the shenanigans he had in Kansas City, right? Mocking the fans, yeah. and doing all this stuff, and it's like it's it, it, it's cute when you're winning, right? Yep. But it's really not that cute to the players on your team, to other professionals out there, because like this is the men's league, pal. Like we don't do that here. You know this this doesn't work here. And I think that was the day that I think he started to lose the locker room. Um, whether he did or he didn't, who knows? We could all say that he did, but we're not in the locker room, right. right? We don't know. But we do know that you're looking at two different teams from that game to where we are now. They were two different teams. You also look at the fact that last year you had a defensive coordinator, a, tr- a real defensive coordinator, yep. right? Who people hated, by the way. People hated that guy. And all he did was go to Arizona. No, it was not his fault. I know it wasn't. Even when Darius, Darius Slay comes out there and says, do you think it was Johnson's fault? Like, it's, it wasn't his fault at all. Like, at all. When, when the players are actually saying it was not the defensive coordinator's fault, it wasn't. So then you, go, you, look at, you look at the fact that they had a defensive coordinator who knew what he was doing with the actual players and talent on the field to be able to do it with, right? He then had an actual offensive coordinator calling the plays that were geared toward the players on his offense. This year, did not have that. Exactly. He looks lost. He looks completely lost out there as a head coach. He does. Can he be the one 
Can he be the one to turn this thing around? Highly unlikely. But three straight seasons of playoff football. Just got done losing the Super Bowl the year before. I don't think this costs him his job. Now, next year, he's going to have to have coordinators coming in. If he gets a good supporting, supporting staff, sure. I mean, you're always good as your supporting staff. But the thing is, is that who's going to be left out there to do that? I don't know. No, you're right. They're going to have know. to clean house. Said, I said this like, earlier, Luigi. I said the only guy who should be left is Dom. Dom's the only guy who warrants a yeah. return. Because let's be honest, you know Brandon Graham's going to retire. Well, Fletcher Cox is going to retire. Jason well, Kelsey's only, already saying he's it. He's the only guy in the last. He was the only guy. He was the only guy in the last six weeks on the field who hit anybody. So, <laughs> you have to keep Big Dom out there, right? Absolutely. He was the last Brandon guy to make Graham. a big play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know that's what I mean. Like he's the only guy to he was the only guy to get he, he was the only only guy to get an opposing player off the field for once <laughs> on defense. It was horrible. It was horrible. But hey, you know, know what they say right, in the NFL? Right. It's going to take. You know what they say, you're, Luis? You're right, Tony. It, 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 sometimes it is, make it is, good, sometimes it's a total, make a shit. Sometimes make it good. That is the and sometimes make a shit. Direct quote from Dom. Right there. That's Dom. There's the um. The thing is, you're right in the fact that, I, and I, I wholeheartedly agree with this, that you do have to gut this thing. Yeah. You have to blow it up. Because what's there, the Matt Patricia's of the world, the, all the rest of the guys, like, they have to go. Can, if you bring in some, some other people, some new people around Sirianni, and things turn around a little bit, sure, he could right the ship. However, the leash is so tight and so short. Oh, and it should be. But I agree. I don't think he's going to get fired. I don't think you should fire him. No, I, I think he should have to. And you watch. He won't be, mark my words, he will not be fired, but he's got to get rid of those two coordinators who are clueless. He hired two guys. Well, they're both gone. They're both, they're gone. both gone. They they're should be gone. They shouldn't have been, they should gone. have been left in Tampa on Dale Mabry Boulevard and give them a couple extra bucks to go into Mons Venus and then go right down the street to 2002 and tell them to enjoy yourself. Here, go on a cruise ship and get the hell out. Don't come back to Philadelphia. I'll clean out honest. your lockers for you. I got to be honest. It's not, not the worst punishment you just described right there. I know. That's, a, that's the sort of a nice, a lovely parting gift. Put them on that new. Uh, that's, a, that's a lovely stay lobby. That's that new ship, the icon of the seas, which is now in the port of Miami. Get them on the inaugural cruise. Get their asses on that ship and get them the hell out. That's not even punishment. That's like, you know, they could be going back. Is it snowing? What's the weather in Philly? It's supposed to snow, right? Oh, yeah, the weather outside is frightful, my friend. We got about three inches last night, and now it's all frozen over. Uh, it looks disgusting out here. It, it, it's pretty much basic Philadelphia in, in, uh, in early mid-January. Beautiful, man. That's what it looks like. Yeah, Robin got six yeah, inches last night, and it didn't even snow. I mean, it's just unbelievable what's going on. I right know. You know that's amazing, Tony. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it back to the Flyers now, Luigi. Football season is over in yeah. Philly. Let's go to the yeah. Pro Bowl. The way, uh, who's the que here's the question. Who will be the Pro Bowl MVP now? Because it was a debate through most of the season. Will it be Jalen Hurts as the Pro Bowl MVP, or will it be Dak Prescott as the Pro Bowl MVP? I think it's going to be Jalen, because he he's got coaches coaching for him. They know how to use him now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I would think. I don't, I don't, you know what, though? You know what? The other thing about Jalen that really – that really turns people off in this town. 
the one thing that really is the again, and it's two when you're winning, right? When you're saying the the the, the uh, you know the uh, the quirky little quotes that you have, right? But it's the stoicness. Like you, if you show no emotion whatsoever, and you say some of the things you say, like you can't get away with that unless you're winning. Like you can't, you can't do it. He looks so impersonable to a fan base who's just dying to get some sort of reaction out of him, and he gives you nothing. He looks like, like he's he looks like he's in the audience at a Dave Matthews concert every single day. You know what I'm saying? Pretty, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> By the way, Mike Tomlin, according that's pretty good. By the way, Mike Tomlin now, according to sources, is going to return. He's telling the organization that he will coach again for the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2024. Because everybody's talking about how yeah, when he was Tomlin. asked the question, remember that he tells the Steelers he will be mm-hmm. the coach in 2024. Uh, he talked to them today. He won't plan to coach. He walked out of that news conference yesterday in Buffalo when they asked him about it. Yeah. Now he has. He still has a year left on his contract. Yeah, he has a year left on his contract. Yeah. Yeah. She at well, the, the, the reporter asked him is that, you know, you have, you know, how do you feel with having the one year left in your contract? And he just walked out. He's like, I'm not going to talk about my contract after everything just happened right now. He's got them playing a game. Right. And Mike Tomlin is 17 winning seasons in a row. Exactly. Mike Tomlin will. And he took that team, that team who was dead and buried. Yep. With the third string quarterback mm-hmm. and missing the best defensive player in football to the freaking playoffs. Okay. Playoffs. So <laughs> playoffs. So my thing is is that Mike Tomlin is a coach who has this is a word we throw around sometimes, but it's it's a pretty heavy word. He's he's earned the right to say what he goes. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin tells you uh when he's done. Because he's earned that right. Because that team, he's made, he has kept that team relevant through everything that's happened there in Pittsburgh yep. for seventeen straight years, man. I agree. I remember it wasn't that long ago, Luigi. It wasn't that long ago that people were calling for his head when they were struggling and they lost their quarterback, and then they brought in the, the other guy who can't play, the former Bears number one overall pick, Trubisky, oh, yeah. and well, he, he stunk it up. Then they had players quitting. Remember, they had their receivers weren't tackling, and they were dogging it on the field. Yeah, he didn't draft Kenny Pickett, right? He also he brings in Mitch Trubisky. He gets hurt. Kenny Pickett can't play in this league, right? Then this is the one year that he has no running game until late in the season. George Pickens is an absolute head case out there. Deontay Johnson loses his shit out there. The only player he has who's a steady option on offense is, is Fryer Booth, and he was hurt most of the season. So. You know what? You can say whatever you want about a guy like Tomlin, but that guy, players play for him, man. You're absolutely right. Know why? If they didn't play for him, if they didn't play for him, he wouldn't have 17 straight winning seasons, and not just winning seasons where you're relevant and you make the playoffs, or maybe you don't make the playoffs. I mean, he had two Super Bowl runs, multiple deep playoff runs. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. You, you don't. Mike Tomlin, he has he has the Steelers on a one on a year to year contract. Whatever he's ready to say, screw you, I'm out. Totally that agree. That this he is earned, this is this is break this is that. this is football breakdown, my friends. Good job, man. Hey, I'm up he against it, as that, they man. say. No, hold on. One last thing, Tony. One last. Wait, Moots a hard out, Robin. You did say Can we blow bastard hard out. I, he has like 30 more seconds. Go. Go ahead. All right. So real fast, and I'm, I'll hang up and listen. I just wanted to know, this weekend, this weekend is huge. Pat Mahomes, first ever road playoff game. I know. Josh Allen and the boys. 
I know. I'd, I'd like to hear what, what you think about this because, I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road. you got to let this game marinate. It's only Tuesday, man. It's Tata, Tequila, Tushy, and uh, what's the other one, the fourth one? Tata, Taco, Taco Tequila, and Tushy Tuesday. we got to let that marinate a little bit more, bro. The four T's. The four I think T's. I dated all four of those. I have, too. Not bad, actually. Especially the Tushy. All right, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Thanks for being a first-time caller <laughs> and a long-time listener. We're coming right back. Stick Walk this way, children, or run. Snowing in Tennessee. We're getting ready for the college basketball action with my boy Carl Ravitch. Doing some college hoops. So there's act- afternoon action right here. I'm sure Pete Shepard's all over this game down there in the Southeastern Conference. Of course, you hear him every morning here from 7 to 10 a.m. on the Tony Bruno Sports Network. We'll be breaking bread, breaking heads, breaking slot machines, breaking bookies, <laughs> and uh, breaking everything. I'm breaking bad later on, ladies and gentlemen. Pete Shepard. How are you, Pete? Tony, you forgot the most important thing, what we're going to do. Break the bank, baby. Oh, you're damn right about that. We're going to back up the <laughs> Brinks truck. And it's going to be like, uh, how many of those movies have there been? The the, the Oceans movies? Oceans 11, it's 13, 13. Yeah. I'll be Danny uh, Kalusahatchee River instead. Instead of Danny, uh, <laughs> Danny Ocean, I'll be Tony River. Not Rivers Casino. <laughs> Uh, Brent Brennan, by the way, being hired as your Arizona football coach, former uh, San Jose State, now with your Arizona Wildcats in college basketball, yeah. college football. So what? Uh, what do you do? No, it's funny because I was listening to LFG earlier as I was taking my little mini nap right in there. Uh, who's their guy, Matt? Is the update guy? Yeah, I Matt uh, Matt Fuller. He's good. He's funny. He's he's yeah, he's new to the business, you can tell. He's a little raw. But he's funny as hell. And, uh, and Dave goes, that's what you're fucking leading with? He's like, that's what you're leading with with everything going on? And I know it was up probably on the top of the ESPN headlines. But, well, you know, you know, the only reason everything. I mentioned Tennessee and Florida right now, because the game is oh, tipping off. That game's tipping <laughs> off. It's snowing in Knoxville, Tennessee, down there at the summit. How about that of your Tennessee volunteers? And I do have them in a seventeen teaser. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I got I got eleven points. Eleven points. So I got Tennessee, I think, plus five and a half or six. Um yeah, I got a seventeen teaser going. You're giving up on your eleven and five, five Florida Gators who are one and two in the SEC? Well, they're not my Florida Gators. <laughs> I know. But Hurricane's different. <laughs> but no, I'm not no. It's it's uh it's, it's more Tennessee and you know, Rick Barnes and Knew Rick a little bit when he coached the province and everything else, and he's an excellent coach. He gets he teases you, gets you right to the Sweet Sixteen, and then bam! Just when you think they're ready to get over the hump, he yep. screws you. No, I remember Rick Barnes <laughs> there because my good buddy uh, Chuck Wilson up there. He and uh, he and yes, uh, he, yes. he and Eric, he yep. and Barnes used to go at it when he was on the air in Rhode Island radio up in Providence, man. Well, it's funny because they they just honored uh, over the week uh, a few days ago. They honored the 94 Providence College team, which had four number one first round picks on it and then lost in the first round. To is that the Marvin Higher Iron Barnes team? No, 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 no. This is the 94 team. Okay. The 94 team was good. Mike Smith, Murdoch, 
and uh, Dickie Simpkins. Yep. Uh, they had a real good team in '94. They won. It was the first time they won the Big East uh, tournament. And uh, then they got. I, I couldn't believe it. They got put in the eight-nine game that year and had to play Alabama, and unfortunately lost. Then they had a good team with Barnes the next year and lost in the first round to Ohio State. So he had he had a couple of real good seasons. Providence won it down. Then he moved down. They went to Texas, yep. and now he's with the. With Tennessee, no, he's he's a good basketball no, he coach, a good but basketball. man, he can't. He just can't get you over the hump. But exactly. not sur- not surprising at all. Unlike way, unlike Luigi. Nick he's Sirianni, so, Luigi's so funny. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what part of Luigi did you uh, find funny today? Funny? You mean like funny like a clown? That kind of funny? <laughs> oh no, no. I just oh, think he's, I, I think he's I think he's a great. He's going to be in Vegas. I don't know. I don't think so. But we got oh, our bats pack, man. We, 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 we got the three Italians out there. Oh, Vegas. Could be. man. We'll be oh, the new Rat God. Pack. We'll have our own room. <laughs> we'll have the Rat Pack Lounge. We'll open it up inside the uh, we'll, we'll, Mandalay Bay, whatever, whatever hotel we're going to go into. You know, people yeah. are going to start. They're going to park. When we walk into any of the casinos, you watch how the crowds will park and, and open up and <laughs> let us come in. That's how it goes. Hey. They should. I know you're the king. You're the king of Radio Row, and you know I'm. I'm sure I bumped into you over the years over there. At least shook your hand or whatever. Just I, I know we never got to really meet um, because our respective stations were doing whatever. Yeah. But it uh, it's going to be a blast. Um, you know, it's just, you know again, it's an honor to be working with you and the network and everything else, and just just fantastic uh, stuff going on all the way around. Yeah, Robin and I haven't been in Vegas. We haven't been in Vegas in a lot. The Sphere wasn't there. The football stadium. And we used to go to Vegas almost like every weekend when we lived on the West Coast. Yeah, I'm sure it was a short drive. I I went last, actually, I went last February after the Super Bowl. um, And I was out there for about five, four days, four or five days. Yeah, so I was out there last year. I've stayed at Mandalay Bay. I love it. I'm staying at the Luxor this time. I know you guys with the Excalibur. Yep. So, but the Luxor is very nice. I can't believe the deal I got, to be honest with you. No, we really, got great really deals. Cool. I mean, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> we did. We got great deals. And we got even better deals than the NFL was offering to media. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But the one thing, you know, and I talked about this this morning, we, you know, and I know you want to sit, and you're right, you want to watch the, these NFL games coming up this, this weekend. You want the you know the Bills and the Chiefs to marinate. That's the big storyline. Mahomes never played a playoff game on the road. Fifteen games he's played at home. Right. Yada yada yada. But here's what really concerns me um, with the Buffalo Bills. And I hope the injury report of any team this week. This is going to be huge. They already they're already out Matt Milano. Right. They're already out uh, Trey Davis White. Um, they played last night without Terrell Dotson. Uh, they're li- another star linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Douglas, the cornerback, who's great, he's out. Uh, then last night, yesterday, they lost um, uh, Terrell Bernard to an ankle injury. They lost cornerback Christian Bedford to a linebacker, and and Bale Inspector also got hurt in that game. So I'm telling you, man, it's a mass unit there. Now they signed AJ Klein last week. You might not remember this. Yeah, I you, saw it. But I saw what he played. Well he, was on his way to Key West. he was on his way to Key West with a family trip. He was on his way to Key West, and they stopped. And they they got him just in time. Otherwise, I mean, they're in. The Bills are in serious trouble from a defensive standpoint. If all those guys are out, geez, they better. It, it's it, it's not that their offense will be able to do anything uh, against Kansas City, even though KC's defense is fantastic this year. But you take all those guys out. If all those guys are out against Buffalo, Kansas City is going to win that game. 
No, I agree. It's only a two and a half point number right now. I mean, the G, uh, Bills yeah. are slightly favored, and that's obviously you know the Josh Allen factor. It's so it's so funny, Pete, because we were talking about throughout the season. You know, when the Eagles beat the Buffalo Bills that day. You know, everybody was talking about Jalen Hurts, MVP, and then the Bills were toast, and there's no way they're getting back. That was the beginning of the resurgence of the Buffalo Bills and the beginning of the end for the Philadelphia Eagles as they and the Jacksonville Jaguars both crashed and burned down the stretch. And what's interesting, I mentioned this earlier, and you know this living here in Florida, and you've been here longer than I have. I mean, you had the Miami Dolphins having an unbelievable year. You had the Jacksonville Jaguars pretty much clinching their division halfway through the season and the only team left standing is the tampa bay buccaneers who would have predicted that at the beginning of the year no not many i mean i thought they would be in the hunt for the division only because the division was still going to be so bad so uh, the fact that they wanted to surprise me not really the baker mayfield he was he was wild card you didn't know what you were going to get right but you could tell after the first month of the season that he was going to be pretty good that he never lost the team but as far as the you know record wise and all that stuff I, you know i figured the beginning of the season eight nine nine and eight it's going to win that division nobody was going to run away with it, it certainly wasn't going to be carolina the falcons were still unproven a lot of people had the saints i think i picked tampa bay when i was at the other place at the beginning of the season but i you know barely you know you barely get by new orleans at, you know nine and eight and they were all still in it except for carolina uh at the end but i think out of all three really uh I, I'd say Jacksonville actually is even a bigger disappointment than Miami because Miami couldn't beat anybody with a winning record. Right. And Jacksonville really, really crapped out uh, at the end. Uh, they, they really did. It was, uh, you know, don't even make the playoffs. I mean, that was really something. And, you know, especially after when Trevor Lawrence was out and then they went to Carolina, shut them out with a backup quarterback. And then they just came back and really played terrible. Yeah, the final game of the season, but it's it's it's, it's you know there's a, there's no right to the play. You got you got to play well every week because everybody everybody is real is really good, and I love how the Bucks are playing. The Lions are going to get a hell of a game this weekend. I can't wait to see that one. Yeah, and I agree. And now you know the pressure, just like it was on the Cowboys against the Packers. The pressure's on Detroit at home in that game. I mean, you know, they're happy that they won, and that you know it was great to see those fans crying, and because it's been a long time. You know, for those poor fans, and I feel good. I feel bad for those fans, and I'm glad when teams that don't win in a long in a long time win. Yeah. And now you're right. I mean, Tampa Bay oh, yeah. is not going to go up there. It's going to be indoors, so there's not going to be any weather factor. You know, the field conditions will be good. No wind, and so you're right. I mean, I think they're going to give them a game. Yeah, it should be. It's going to be really interesting. And I heard you guys talking about you know Bill Belichick and uh, Philadelphia. I mean, I think was for a few things with that. It was funny this morning because the Atlanta Falcons, if you look on their Twitter page, on Atlanta Falcons main page, I, I don't remember seeing this in the world of Twitter. Maybe it has happened. They just they had a big picture on the Atlanta Falcons Twitter page, Bill Belichick in a Patriots polo shirt. It just said, usually stuff like that is high. You see hired, right? You right. see hired. This was just interviewed. <laughs> Crack me up. Interviewed and underneath that Bill Belichick interviews with Falcon. Now, I think, you know, they're going to make a strong push at him. But don't forget your boy, Mr. Laura. You know who he's from. You know what kind of fan he grew yeah, up he's as. Yeah, he's a, a Chestnut you? Hill guy. Yes, he's a Patriot fan. Yeah. So I, would, I wouldn't, uh, I mean, I wouldn't discount it entirely. I mean, there's going to be, Bill's going to be rumored to go everywhere. Yeah. And my understanding is, from what people I've talked to up there is he's not so concerned about having GM duties anymore. He would have been 
if he stayed in New England. There was no way he could have stayed in New England and just coached and had somebody doing after the, after what he had been there built up for 20 years, um, regardless of the last few years of what had happened. Over the years, when you look at the overall record of between drafts and free agent signings and trades, there aren't many teams that have done a better job. Maybe the Steelers right up there every single year, yeah. but we whip them every single year in the playoffs anyway when we had to play them. I mean, they, didn't, they never came close. Um, but the, you know, I wouldn't discount Philadelphia personally. I'd love to see him go to Dallas. I think it'd be great for all of us if he went to Dallas or Philadelphia. I don't want him going to Atlanta. I want him to go to Dallas or Philadelphia. He wants to go to where a team is on the precipice of being uh, a championship team. Yeah, but you look at that Eagles team, though, Pete. You know I'm an Eagles homer, but that Eagles team regressed more than any team, even the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, the Eagles Eagles' dissension into absolutely awful. I mean, there were guys, I joked earlier, you watched the tape of the missed tackles. You could give that to to a Pop Warner coach. And he will put that up there as how not to tackle. I mean, it's unbelievable. This is the the worst tackling performance ever. You're on the same cycle because that's exactly what I said this morning. I said, maybe it's the water in Pennsylvania over the weekend because the Steelers couldn't tackle for shit either last (laughs) night. Now you know the Bills were probably going to win. But the Steelers started with horrible tackling. You saw some of those uh, touchdown passes um, and, and, you know, the run by, by Josh Allen. But then it got worse in in the Philadelphia game. And you go back, you just go back to the, to the, to the collapse against Arizona yep. a few weeks ago, and then the very next week, to not show up against the Giants and then and lay an egg. They didn't lay quite a big an egg, an egg as a Giant game last night, but it was damn close. And it's, it's exactly what I said this morning, Tony, about this is how you show little kids how not to play. Yeah. <laughs> Do the opposite California, of I think Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is going to show that to parents to show that, see, your kids can play, and you don't really have to tackle and get hurt. So go ahead, have your kids play, and just make sure that when they're playing defensive back, did you just let the guy run by? Maybe you make a like a an Olay attempt. Maybe give the kids red capes and pretend that the guy, the running back or the receiver, uh, you just put the instead of the flag football, you put the cape out there and you go Olay, and then you let yeah, the guy yeah, ex- just- <laughs> exactly. But that team clearly quit. They quit. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. They, uh, uh, and has got, you know, a very good record last few years, and I get all that. But don't forget, your Philadelphia Eagles are the same team that fired Doug Peterson two years after he won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I think he has lost that locker room. I, I don't know how you can play that poorly. It was so funny because this morning I was posing the question uh, to Philadelphia fans. I know we have a lot of them because of you, and I'm like, what, what's the best collapse? Now, I got a lot of temples. I got a lot of temple collapses versus. Duke, but I go. That was the elite eight, you know. Exactly. You know, I know John Cheney had some great team, but that's not that's not a collapse. It's not like Temple blew a thirty point lead in that game to Duke. Exactly. So uh, you brought up the sixty four Phillies. That's a that's a good one. Uh, somebody brought up the you know the seventy sixers against the Celtics in eighty one. I'm like, that's not a collapse. They're up three games to one. It was great teams. Game seven could have gone either way. Ninety two eighty nine Celtics won it. Yeah. Uh, maybe a sixty four Phillies might have been. Uh, but I, I mean, it, it seems to be a general consensus among you Philadelphia people that this is the worst collapse. No doubt in about Philadelphia it. Sports no history. doubt about it, Pete. I'm, I'm serious because you know, even yeah. when they came off the Super Bowl with Doug Peterson, they didn't suck the next year. But then all of a sudden, what happens is, you know, the, the, the Nick Foles situation was there, and then the way Doug Peterson handled the finale, where he started. The, the, what the, who the hell is the guy? I mean, he embarrassed his quarterback. 
He embarrassed the organization, and I think that's what got him fired. The way he handled that final game, and he pretty much just threw it. He, what was the dude's name? The backup third string quarterback that he started because he didn't want to. He didn't want to give uh, Carson Wentz any more playing time and Jalen Hurts. I mean, it was the way he handled well, that. You're talking about Nick Foles. You're not talking about Nick. Well, that was he was the starter, and Wentz came in, and then, yeah, no, I remember. Yes, yes, yes. And then he started. Um, who was the guy? I can't even think of his name. Uh, and he's bounced around the league. But to me, th- this is not just Doug P. I mean, I don't think they're going to fire. I could be wrong. I don't think they're going to fire Sirianni. But I think he's got to get rid of his assistant coaches. And they got a lot of guys all of a sudden, this team that was young. And they got, you know, Kelsey's all-time great player. Is he, he's first ballot Hall of Fame. But I was, oh, I, no, I posed this, I posed this question. First ballot Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest offensive linemen to, to ever play the game. And I got to see one of up close in my lifetime with John Hanna yep. for the Patriots. I mean, he'd be, he, he was, and this guy, he's phenomenal. You think about, you know, a little bit undersized, sixth round draft pick, yep. you know, uh, in 2011. And, you know, not six, a bunch of Pro Bowls, but six all pro selections. Right. That's all you need to go. Guy's phenomenal. No, this guy is one of those, you know, how Boston has those classic guys that they never forget who go back there and everybody yep. loves him. I mean, I think Jason Kelsey, you can make an argument that he may be the most popular athlete in Philadelphia sports history, not because he won a Super Bowl, because there's athletes who've won championships, and Dr. J, and you look at some of the other great players. You know, Charles Barkley didn't win a championship, but he's an all-timer. You know, Allen Iverson. But when you look at, because he's a guy that people can relate to, he was the everyman. You know, and he plays a position that's not a glamorous position, but everybody in every city, every NFL person, Every offensive and defensive player knew how great Jason Kelsey was. And the fact that he's a person of the people, that's what, to me, if he's not the greatest of all time, he's in the, I hate to do it, the Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. of great players. Well, I think it's really, it's a, that's always an interesting debate. I think he's, I think he's, I mean, you talking, I mean, is he, you're going to put him ahead of uh, Michael Jack Schmidt. You're going to put him ahead of Julius Irving. You're going to put him ahead. Of uh, I, I, it's, I I'm mean, not talking about. I mean, you know, you know, Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, any Bobby number of Clark, players on that team. Bernie, Bernie Perron. I mean, no, there's a lot of them. Bernie Perron. Yeah. Bobby yeah. Clark. Uh, Bobby no, I hear Clark, you. I'm not saying. I'm saying Clark. because those guys were great players and they have statues. But the thing about Kelsey that's different is that all those guys were superstars. And Mike Schmidt, and I know Mike really well, Mike Schmidt's not yeah. one of those effervescent personalities. I mean, when he played people in the beginning, when he was a rookie, yeah. people were like, he's too aloof. He's not good. You know, because he made it look so easy. You know, and so people didn't yeah. think he was putting any effort in because that's how effortless it was for him playing third base. I mean, he was as smooth as you can be. And, and, so, and Mike Schmidt still does Philly games on Sunday. You know, he's part of the organization. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have that, you know, I'm the guy that I would go into a bar. Listen, I've been in bars with Mike Schmidt. I was in his own sports bar that he owned. But I I think Kelsey is that every guy, the guy that you would go into a bar and hang out with. You know what I mean? The guy that you can talk to. Uh, You could go to a parade and throw him a beer. He'll throw you a beer. You know, the modern-day athlete is not perceived that way. They're just like, they're just beyond uh, even talking to the fans. You know what I mean? I think he's one of those guys Uh, that just resonates with the, the blue-collar, everyday person who goes out and works every day, busts their ass, and he shows up and plays every stinking week. And he's one of the all-time greats. You're abs- and, and not just Eagles players. He may be one of the all-time greatest centers in NFL history. 
Oh, there's no question about it. There's no, there's no doubt about it that uh, I, th- I think he is. Um, and don't forget Steve Carlton, Mr. Personality, because oh, he was always charming to be around. But he was a wine connoisseur before wine connoisseurs were cool. Steve Carlton had a wine cellar in the seventies. Interesting man. I know. I'm just. (laughs) But here's the other thing, Pete. And this is—I can't believe this is an actual debate. Listen, the Eagles choked. They're embarrassing. But to have an argument about what's the bigger disappointment—the Eagles losing or the Cowboys losing—how is that even a discussion? Well, my my thing is, uh, I, and I, I think I might have heard what you said. I know I had this debate this morning with myself and the callers and listeners. It was great. Um, to me, like the, the, the at least score wise, that's about what I thought would happen last night yep. with the Eagles losing that game. I, I picked Tampa Bay as my underdog on Friday of the week, and I would have given if I had a pick, I would have given it out Monday, even though I was off yesterday. Um, I kind of they kind of that kind of went the way. I thought it would go. I didn't expect. I expected to lose. Maybe I didn't expect to see the tackling that piss poor. Yeah. But I expected them to not win that game. I did not think the Cowboys would get steamrolled by the Red by Green Bay the way they did. I mean, absolutely. Philadelphia teed it up for Dallas. They yeah. they give up the division basically. Give the Cowboys a division, a home playoff game uh, against. You know, uh, you know Jordan Love and, and the Packers, who were playing, you know, reasonably well, except for their home loss to Tampa Bay the last couple of weeks, and you get creamed from the get go. I think that was as as uh, the collapse of, and maybe it's two separate arguments, Tony. The collapse for the Eagles is one thing. Oh yeah, this loss by the Dallas Cowboys is one of the most humiliating losses I can remember the last twenty five years by a, by a home team, a number two seed, first team ever to lose to a seven seed. I, I think if, if Eagles fans can revel in one thing, Schadenfreude, it's that Dallas Eagles sucked. Dallas was suckier. Well, because Dallas was picked by both virtually everyone. This was the year. And again, I'm not happy that Dallas lost. I don't root against, you know, because I'm not a Cowboy fan. I was why bet the Cowboys. I had them all in all these stinking parlays because I thought they yep. were going to win yep. at home because, you know, they were undefeated. And they're playing a team that came in. It's almost what seven and a half point dogs, and it's not that just they just lost. They couldn't stop a team loaded with rookies and young players. Their defense was absolutely gang raped in that game. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. And and here's the other thing I don't understand: how there were no, and this is why it's coaching a lot of it, and it's not just throwing coaches under the bus. I, I don't know how you don't make any adjustments. In that game, there were none made in that game. And when you go back to, and going back to the same thing with the Eagles, you go back to the Eagles and you look at their first game, which was in week three against Tampa Bay. And I brought this up this morning too. In that game, which the Eagles won fairly easily. And you remember why, Tony? They outgained the Bucs. Yeah, they in that ran game the ball like crazy. Again, 16 weeks ago, yep. 472 yards to 174. The Eagles ran 78 plays that afternoon. Tampa Bay had 44. And you go away from that type of, I, I don't know how you go from, from uh, do such a 180. Now, I was talking with Phil Yates from ESPN this morning about it on the show. And we all agree. We, we don't understand. I don't, I don't know how Sirianni goes away uh, fr- from that. I really, I really don't. And was it Johnson, the OC? Matt Patricia's definitely got to go. They got worse. I, I, but you know what I'm saying? That, that, how do you go from running 78 plays and kicking the crap out of Tampa Bay, 472 yards to 174, 78 plays to 44, and to go 
how they played last night. It's, it's unbelievable to me. It really is, and you're absolutely right. And the bottom line is, they have a great offensive line, so it's not like they're running behind. I just think it was the play mm-hmm. designs, the lack of motion. People have been breaking it down for weeks. The offense yeah. was stale. Everybody knew exactly what they were going to do. And and then you have a great running back who was off to a great start. And unlike last year, the Eagles last year, they would get ahead and then they would run the ball and keep the other team off the field. They never had mm-hmm. maybe one or two games where they were able to get long drives and run the clock down and then hang on for dear life in those games that were barely winning earlier in the year when they got out to 10-1. and one. But then it all cl- it came crumbling down. And there's no doubt the Eagles are an absolutely disgraceful, absolute <laughs> worst, law, worst, worst collapse in Philadelphia sports history, in my opinion. And I've seen them all going back to 1964. Yeah, well, but the Cowboys yeah. loss, to me, is not because it's the Cowboys. It's because they were supposed to win the Super Bowl this year. They weren't supposed to just lose in the first round or play a hard-fought game and find a way to lose it. They were absolutely bitch-slapped. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, look, I, I look, I told you, I had Baltimore and Philadelphia in the Super Bowl with Baltimore beating them this year, and Lamar Jackson winning the MVP. So I'm still alive for two of my three big-time predictions. But, um, you know, just to get Dallas out of and it was teed up for them this year. Yeah, absolutely. I, thought, I, I felt personally it was a little bit different the last few years where they've lost, uh, you know, where they, where they've, they've lost games. This was a different type of loss. This was, it's, uh, it's really inexcusable. It's one thing to lose, you know, 30 to 28 or something happens. They got humiliated. They didn't do anything right at all. Anything. I know people want to put all the blame, a lot of it on Dak Prescott, which I think is wrong. But over, I mean, the defense is the reason why they lost that game. It was god awful. I've never seen anything like it. A home team like that gets steamrolled and no adjustments made, Tony. None. And then they're showing Dan None. Quinn up there talking about how many opening, how many coaching opportunities. Who's going to call Dan Quinn now? He's the guy that lost to the stink in Atlanta. He, he choked away a Super Bowl up 28 to 3 in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and now they're putting him on a they're, – they're saying everybody's going to interview him. Would you interview Dan Quinn for a head coaching position right now after that? Uh, uh, no, I, I wouldn't. But it, it, is it more Dan Quinn or is it more McCarthy? I mean, still McCarthy has the final say. That team just wasn't I, – I don't know um, – I mean, you can coach any – you can coach up players all you want. It's obviously, there was an attitude there, and it's been that way in Dallas for a few years. Something's missing. The talent is absolutely there. Yep. They have Super Bowl championship talent. So does Philadelphia, in my opinion, too. But something is missing in Dallas. Something is not wrong, which is why McCarthy has to get fired. And, and certainly, um, you know, Philadelphia is going to make some wholesale changes also. Maybe it's not Sirianni, but I'll bet you they're, really, uh, I bet you they're thinking about it. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think the it. same thing that happened today in New Orleans, Pete. You know, Pete Carmichael has been there forever. Yeah. You know, and then they had uh, – couple other coaches the assistants got fired bob bicknell and uh and cody burns longtime guys and that means dennis allen is probably going to keep his job you know and they had some good games and some bad games in new orleans but still they should have won that division you know they went out and got a quarterback that they thought was going to be the guy and he got banged up but to me when you see assistant coaches fired right away that means the head coach is going to stay so i wouldn't be surprised if, if sirianni survives and then they just gut the coaching staff, and not only get rid of, of uh, what's his name, your boy up there from New England with the pencil. No, the, 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 the defensive coordinator, Mr. Pencil on the ear guy. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Well, well, no. Well, Matt Patricia's with you guys. Yeah. No, Matt, Pat- Matt Patricia. Hey, they got worse. They got worse when he took they over. They got worse. worse. He lost weight, and he still has that stinking. I would take. I would get him a case of pencils, <laughs> put him on the first flight to hell out of town, and send him down with the rest of the Eagles, and send him the. I wouldn't even send him to Key West. That would be too much of a vacation. I would put these guys on a slow boat to China and just let them drift out into the Pacific Ocean or the Atlantic Ocean or the Caribbean Sea or the Red Sea, whatever sea you want to send them from sea to shining sea. These guys all need to be gone, and they need to be gone before the weekend. They shouldn't be allowed to watch another game, let alone coach another game. Well, I hope Patricia goes to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hope. But, but yeah, no, really, you talk about a step, I mean, a gigantic step. I mean, he was awful in Detroit, and he was, uh, I mean, just, because everybody thinks these people can be Belichick when they go out on their own, except for Billy O'Brien one year in Houston where they made the playoffs. It has been a disaster because, you know, Bill is Bill, and, it, it, you know, you can say, well, yeah, Brady, what's he done to tell? But there was a, there was a lot of different things. He coached off. Uh, 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 he coached offensively a lot more than people think. Um, even though Josh McDaniel was there and a great coordinator, um, you know, there's a presence about him, which is why if you're an Eagle fan, you may, you know, regardless of if you hate the Patriots or not, it doesn't matter. You want somebody like that. You want somebody like that. You want uh, Jim Harbaugh type. You want. That's what the Eagles need. That's what the Cowboys need. Yep. The, the, the attitude adjustment that has to be made, uh, it, it, it's not working in Dallas at all. They need a change. And I think it's frightening what happened in Philadelphia this year. When you collapse like that, yep. to lose the way they lost, it's to not show up. Something He's lost that locker. You're absolutely right, Pete. There's no Nobody's denying that. And again, I, I don't get it. I, I argued with this Robin earlier. She's telling me that the Eagles won't want Bill Belichick because he was the Patriots. That's not how fans think. You know, when you see a hockey no. player from another team that you hated and you get him on your team, you know, you're rooting for him. Of course. That's how it works in sports. Of Everybody hated Bill Ambeer, especially me. But if Bill Ambeer was on your team, you love the guy. Exactly. You know, you love exactly. the guy. Guys like Marcus Smart, pain in the ass for everybody else. Yep. Loved him with the Celtics. Sad to see him go. Doing you know pretty well with men. I mean, there's a lot of guys like that that you you hate them unless they're on your team. Brad Marshawn with the Bruins. Yeah, little pain in the ass he is. You know, does all sorts of quirky little things. But he was on your team. You love him. Ken Linsman used to be that way with Edmonton. That's why they called him the Rat back in the day. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's that's you know that's sports. Hey, I I, I remember I didn't, I wasn't a big Giants fan when when Kraft first bought the team, or actually it was Victor Kayam at the time. Technically hired Bill Parcells. That sent ticket prices through the roof. They were the worst organization in all of sports. Bill yeah. Parcells got hired. They sold five thousand season tickets that day. This is before the Bledsoe Myra draft. Before that even happened. So I mean, good management. Which Rosenhaus is very good. I I think with the Eagles. He's very good. I, I, I just I won't be surprised if he kicks the tires on Bill Belichick. Not one bit. I think you have to. You got to at least kick the tires on him and just just see if he's interested. By the way, I don't want people to call you. You know how when we slip, you said uh, Ro- uh, it's uh, it's Howie Roseman. I think you call him Roseman. Oh, how, how, sorry, yeah, you're talking about the agent. Of course, the agent. You're thinking about the agent. But we all make those slips, yeah, Pete. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Are you all packed for Vegas but, yet, Pete? Are you packed for Vegas? We got the plane tickets. I'm we got the hotel I, I'm not yeah, tickets, hotels. No, I'm not. I am not packed yet. I no, we're not packed pack yet either. Robin I and I haven't even uh, unpacked from Friday our trip to second. Philly. We still have dirty, low clothes. We got our <laughs> Christmas tree up. We got the suitcase still in the bedroom. I mean, that's how much we've gotten done since we came back. 
from our three weeks on our deathbeds. But we're now back. We've risen again. We're back from the dead. Well, you guys sound awesome. It's, it's been, I'm so glad you guys are back. You'd never know it. You'd never know it um, that you guys were sick. But just, um, I'm glad everything has worked out. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing our shows. And right, we might we might do a little time change, right? For uh, Yes, you know, yes. We have to adjust accordingly. Because different guests. Which we'll tell you later on, but exactly. I mean, it's good because otherwise I'd be on at uh, four o'clock in the morning out there. Exactly. Now, last <laughs> question, Pete, your Celtics 19 and 0 at home, the only unbeaten team. When will they lose their first home game? Do you have it circled on the calendar? Do you have any, uh, any Hopefully ideas, never. Any guesses? Hopefully oh, never. Gonna no, go they're they're, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. As long as they say reasonably, but they are, I mean, I would be stunned if they're, they're not in the NBA finals, but, but in hockey news, I love what your Flyers are doing. Yeah, Torch has got them working hard. They they're coming up. They're only a couple points behind the Rangers in the division. They're fourth in the Eastern Conference right now. Yeah, you know the Bruins keep you know basically winning um, and doing their thing. I would love. Would it be fun for a Boston Philly oh. Eastern Conference final? Oh, How fun would that be? Man, <laughs> I love those good old days, man. I was there in the seventies. You know when you had the yeah. Pizzito and all those got Bobby Orr. Jerry, you yeah. know, it, it, those were the that's that's, that's old time oh, hockey, yeah. Pete. But but there's a chance. But Tony, there's a chance because Milwaukee can't play defense for shit. We could have a Bruins, Philly, and a Bruin and a Celtic 76ers Eastern Conference Finals in both sports. How much fun would that be? Be awesome, man. That's why God invented <laughs> basketball on the East Coast and hockey on the East Coast <laughs> and the original six, of course. And the yeah. uh, you know the Boston Bruins were one of the original six, as you remember. Pete. Yes, of course. Pete, we Here's appreciate coming. the time, man. This is you guys great. are awesome. This is a great conversation. We covered pretty much everything. We fixed all that's broken in the world of sports. And now you can relax and have a nice cocktail. You're going to pour yourself a nice... I have Drake not had a drink, a, by the uh, way. I have not had have, one sip of alcohol in the month of January, Pete. Not one sip. God bless you. I feel bad for you, but we're going to change that. Yeah, I got a lot of making um, up to 10, do in February. The, the balls are up by 12 early on the Gators, so I'm looking I got good. a 24 to 12... <laughs> A six fifty two uh timeout on the floor down there in snowy. Snowy Tennessee. How about snowy that? Knoxville. Knoxville, oh, baby. Man. Knoxville. There he is. Yep. There's your boy already yapping at the officials. Yep. Dolphin net, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphin Juco Juco transfer. Gotta love it. <laughs> neck, baby, neck. Big boy down there, Dalton Neck. Northern Colorado guy, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. How's Miss Robin? She okay? I don't hear her. Uh, She's pretty quiet right now. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I was just letting you you guys do your thing. Exactly right, man. Pretty good to talk to you, man. We'll see you soon. (laughs) Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the greatness. They call him Pete the Meat. The great. Pete Shepard, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> See you guys. Yeah. 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 Baby, baby. Juventus has uh, defeated uh, Sassuolo 3-0 in Series A, as they say there. 
know what I'm saying, Rob? AJ in San Antonio. Where is he? The con- he? Well, he's in San Antonio. I know he's in San Antonio. Uh, but he's commenting on uh, the conversation that you were having with Pete. Three Italians in Vegas? Adam Mormon and a Rothstein Scorsese will cast you in a casino too. <laughs> Except at the end of uh, our weekend or our week, we will not be going out to some dirt road and burying some of our fellow compadres. No. no. Uh, God, I hope not. If we were going to do that, that would have been last year in Arizona where <laughs> exactly. we're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> You're right. Nobody would have found those no, bodies. No. Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to be way closer to Radio Row this year. We'll be walking distance. <laughs> yeah. We will never have to step foot into an Uber, no. a rental we're not car. Even, we're not even renting a car. We're not renting a car. Now, we'll rent women to direct to your rooms. So. Girls direct to your rooms because those billboards will be going by all the time. And then every once in a while, you're going to say, when do we get? You know, you order in. The, now, do they deliver now? Do they use DoorDash to deliver girls directly to your room? <laughs> There's an idea. Yeah. Girls directly to your room, ladies and gentlemen. Girls Dash. Girls Dash. <laughs> <laughs> girls, girls, girls. I dash. told you on my bucket list. No, we're not going to get married at the chapel in Vegas. No, no. I don't think we can fit that in that way. That's too cheesy. I know people do it, and it's fun, and, you know, and Elvis is there, and there's a guy dressed as Elvis, and then you get divorced, like, by the end of the weekend. Yeah. yeah it just It's something to do. No. But I want to go to the pawn guy, because I got some things I want to bring there and see what works. Yeah. Robin's bought all this equipment, and I want to go in there and see what I could get. You know, what's the, the, what's the, the best you can do for me right now? I want to take that piece of artwork. Honestly, the only thing that I want to do while I'm there is I want to go to the Sphere. I want to see what it's like. Well, well the Sphere is right across the street from where we well, are. Well, the thing that I'm... I, I want to crash the Sphere. I, I, I'm so bummed that we didn't even think about it ahead of time about getting the U2 concert tickets because... Robin, you know who I am? Saturday night. Do you know how much they're going for right now? Uh, $50, $75. No, $500 a ticket. That's cheap. Shit, you can't even get into a crappy NBA game for that on some nights when the players aren't playing. You know what I mean? Anyway. Um, what the Fauci? Seriously, y'all? These classic radio commercials are awesome. They are. Thank you. Thank you very I much. I was looking up the Big Red commercial. The guy's name is Ryan Devereaux, but there's a couple of Ryan Devereaux. What a great voice he had. I wonder, did he do I can't the, find him. Did he do the original Marlboro commercial? No, that wasn't the Marlboro Man. The Marlboro Man voice... Well, that's um, a lot of those guys. I don't think I have that. Those on guys there. who smoked heavily, they all have those deep no, voices. Oh, the Marlboro Man commercial. Yeah. I don't think I added that one to the list. Hold on. The Ryan Devereaux that I found is in Thailand, and uh, he's a singer. But the Ryan Devereaux who did those commercials back in the day has got to be dead, right? I don't think he's on tour right now. Probably. Um, the original, it was the 1970s Marlboro Country. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I love this Fast commercial. Hold words. on. This is not it. This is the commercial. Didn't the Marlboro a man die? Yes, he did. Yeah. But just listen to this. Oh, when you hear great. this. And they usually played this at the beginning of a movie in the movie theaters. These guys make me sound like uh, Pee Wee Herman. You don't see many wild stallions anymore. How many people no, do you, you think don't got see cancer many wild stallions anymore? Everybody. And even if he did run off three of your best mares, 
He's one of the last of a wild and very singular breed. Ow! Come to where the flavor is. Come to Marlborough country. I love that. Those commercials. Cigarettes sucked, but... I used to smoke Marlboros. Burls. Wait, where's that music coming from? Is that from you? I don't know, but it sounds good. It's got a good beat. You You can dance to it. It's you, Tony Bruno. It is? Yes, it is. I like it. I know. I don't know what it is, but it's you. It's good. Meanwhile... Let's get it back to uh, the text board. We have the winding down. We got to do a cross. Is Angel going to do a crossover with us, ladies and gentlemen? The I great promise. Angel Martinez. Most likely, I have to say, uh, Joe Quills. Yeah, I think he got it. Girls, directly to your room. Ho dash. Ho dash. Not door dash. Ho dash. AJ John Hussey will come to your room too if you're in Vegas and he's doing he's one of the officials in the Super Bowl game uh, AJ um, Bleacher Brothers AJ just said we stayed so far away last year I just got home from Phoenix today. Oh. yeah it was it was it was a beautiful house beautiful Airbnb but damn you know it was cool I mean it was chilly out there in the desert at night it's by the way it's chilly in Vegas in oh, February yeah, it's too gonna be, it's gonna be chilly those pools nobody's gonna be out there at that circa pool no. come January you know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying yeah and I'm waiting to see if Mr. Angel is in the waiting room to do a crossover by the way I have some hockey news right now Ooh. yes the talk in Philly now should be about the Flyers and the 76ers because Eagle talk. Of course not. It'll be Eagles talk 24-7. Uh, but former NHL forward Terry Ryan, who hasn't played in the NHL in like 20 years, celebrated his 47th birthday with a fist-flying return to professional hockey action, yo. Did you know that, Robin? No. And I remember this guy in the National Hockey League. Sunday, he was playing for the New Finland Growlers in the East Coast Hockey League. Ryan traded punches with the Adirondack Thunder Zach Walker, a 25-year-old former Boston college player who got the upper hand at the end, and Ryan lost his bounce. Now, Ryan is 47 years old. And he celebrated his return, his 47th birthday, dropping the gloves. Old-time hockey, eh? Woo! Yeah. So humongous big. It really was humongous big. Uh, Ryan fought Walker midway through the third period in the Growlers' 6-2 loss, also drawing an instigator penalty, eh? I wasn't planning on fighting. But I turned around, and my teammate, my buddy's got his helmet off, Ryan said in the video posted by the Growlers. What do I have to lose? I'm supposed to lose that fight. When I fought, like when I fought Ty Domi when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan appeared in the Canadian television comedy series, Shorsey, as Ted Hitchcock in the popular Pocky podcast. His book, Tales of a First Round Nothing, My Life as an NFL Footnote, was published in 2014. <laughs> He was at a bar. I was probably five or six pints in, eh? 
celebrating his birthday late Saturday night when he got the call from a growler to join the shorthanded squad. I'll skate four or five times a week, and I'll play a lot of hot ball hockey, Ryan said. I just figured, uh, hey, you know, hey, you know, I just uh, figured I had the cardio, at least a fraction of it, that I wouldn't embarrass myself. Drafted eighth overall by the Montreal Canadiens back in 1995, Ryan got on the ice for only eight NHL games over three seasons with the Canadians. He sustained a serious ankle injury in 2001, last played professional for the ECHL Cincinnati Cyclones in the 2002-2003 campaign. How about that? And it's funny, he says, I was joking with the guys. You get sent down for two weeks, but two two decades is a little much. His 13-year-old daughter watched him play for the first time on Sunday. Wow. I didn't want to embarrass them, Ryan said, before she, she gave me an extra long hug after the contest. Huh? Wow. How? What did I miss? You missed a great uh, return to the hockey rink. And 47-year-old Terry Ryan playing in the ECHL for your New Finland Growlers on Sunday, dropping the gloves for the first time in, in 20 years, playing against the Adirondack Thunder. Dropped the gloves while his 13-year-old daughter was watching in ECHL. Of course, you're, uh, you got ECH hockey down here in Florida, as you well know, Angel, Angel yes. Martinez. See, that I do know. It's listen, and, and people think Tony. It's funny because it, well, Florida. How can they keep the ice cold? Well, they used to have their problem years ago. Not as much anymore. Especially if you go to Amelie Arena, watch the Tampa Bay Lightning, which yeah. I have many a times. It's in the summertime. It's great to be there because you will freeze. It gets that cold even if you pass yep. outside the building. But it's it's a great time in Florida to be uh, as far as down here as a hockey fan and be able to watch the games because it, it's just it's a great time. By the way, real quick, also uh, I do miss. You guys being back here for the RV show that we did over two years ago, which is coming this weekend. And it was great because I remember the last RV that we were at and a salesman that jumped on my case. He was like, well, who's in there? I'm like, Tony Bruno. Well, who the hell is that? I'm like, huh, all right. Why don't you check your log? Well, I got people to show the RV to. And, and no one's stopping. You can go in there. Huh. And he paced away. I told you guys that when uh, you guys were in yeah. there filming from the RV show. But I, I do miss that. I don't know if we're going to have to do a – a remote one day from the RV show. I don't know, but I I, I dropped that guy later on that afternoon uh, when no one was listening. <laughs> I, I just cold cocked him, laid him out right there in front of that fifty foot. Uh, that was an A class. No, that was one of those really super duper buses. The ones yeah. they sell right away because people had big money. You know the half one million dollar coaches. Yeah. Those super coaches, Robin. Yes. The all in ones where you go in, you got the captain's chair and everything. Six I bedrooms. Love those. I love those things, too. But imagine paying. I couldn't even afford the gas for those things. Now. I know. God. And then these people tow like, a, you know, like a, a Mercedes Benz on the back <laughs> of that thing. You know, <laughs> have you seen the one? Have you seen the one where there's actually like you can pull your car into? Under, oh, yeah. Those are the what do like, they call those things? Um, uh, but, oh, toy hauler. No, 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 I'm talking about the full luxury RV coach. And then they have like. On the back, it opens up and you can slide a normal size car into it and it sits underneath what the inside would oh, be. Yeah, like I a got, bed. And they have those too. They've got tour haulers that people have their RV, their, uh, you know, their, their <laughs> off road vehicles. They got their hose in there. You know, they got a couple chicks in there. 
a couple of dirt bikes, whatever you totally, need. More importantly, what the Fauci, we, we had um, Hodash by Joe Hodash.com. Well, what the Fauci came up with one Uber Teats. Uber Teats? <laughs> 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 oh, that is, see, this, we have the smartest audience in sports talk radio history, man. I know, Angel, you got to talk a lot about that debacle. You were on the air last night. Luckily, I got to change the channel and watch a documentary in the second half of that debacle last night. But a lot of talk about football. Now we got a big weekend coming up. So, uh, what will be the conversation on the program tonight? It's definitely going to be about the Eagles, first and foremost, because you never seen a fallout as big as you did this entire season. Yet alone, uh, obviously, the person who threw popcorn on Nick Sirianni. Uh, they're, they're still trying to find that guy as far as to talk to him. But uh, And some of the fans up in the uh, upper levels started some nonsense. But, yeah, that's going to be the big talk tonight because I've never seen this happen in a short amount of time with the Eagles. And it makes you really think how much of a conversation had to have with Sirianni because – there was no post-game pressure today, and who knows if it's coming tomorrow. Yeah, we don't know. And again, I, I don't know where the Sirianni gets fired, but there's no doubt they have to make changes in the organization. And I don't know whether Bill Belichick's in the plans or not, but this team's got a lot of older guys now, and a lot of guys that they signed, the defensive people, that everybody thought were steals, Bayard and you know the kid from the, from the Colts that obviously didn't have the momentum anymore. But the tackling was embarrassing. If I saw Little League, if I saw Pee Wee kids playing like that i would go out and stop the game that's how bad it was it was the yeah. worst performance by offense and defense i can remember even on bad eagle teams they didn't tackle that badly or play that badly it's an outrage yeah, is what it is it was that was absolutely horrific and and pete and i talked about it this morning on his show but yeah that was absolutely horrific so we'll get into it there's a lot to talk about tonight yes there is and how about those philadelphia flyers we have hockey action <laughs> Angel Hernandez, Angel Martinez and company coming up next. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.